Peace, prosperity, salutations. Let's go. Peace, peace. Peace, God. As I walk through the valley, the shadow of death, oh, fear no evil. Knowing that I've been put here for a purpose. Some good, some bad. Whatever struggles, whatever turmoils, I will have to fight through. Can't make it into the kingdom without fighting the fall. All the BS going on, hope I can right my wrong. See what death comes and takes me out of here before I'm gone. Put it all in this song, universe. Please forgive me for not using everything good that you put within me. I'm a renegade against the system, that's why it hates me. Lesser of three evils, beat me, shoot me, or mace me, tase me. That's all they've been doing lately, is shady. Got us normal folk thinking we crazy. Like Pac said, got me trapped, use me for profit. Evil entities who control us will never stop it. Instead, they lock us. And shackles put us in jail cells, closed coffins, where bodies become skeletal shells. Down where the maggots dwell, they get up in your flesh, take bites out of your life until there's nothing less. Won't say I'm blessed now, I'll say I'm stressed out. It's hard to stand up tall when I'm feeling pressed down. World on my shoulders, it's heavy, I'm feeling stressed out. Pull the jokers and aces and get the decks out. People wanting my all, I'm giving less now. Streets is chaos these days, I'm feeling pressed down. World on my shoulders, it's heavy, I'm feeling stressed out. Pull the jokers and aces and get the decks out. People wanting my go all, in, I'm God giving less now. Page? Streets is chaos these I'm days, I'm feeling about. pressed down. Won't step foot in the church, most of them crooked too. Give them no money, they won't shake your hand to look at you. The church is a business, it's deceiving. Most of the reverends teaching the gospel, they heathens. The congregations leave. Doing some soul searching Ghetto got many churches So why people's souls hurting Got the devil smirking He think he won now All these lying hypocrites Cut their tongues out I'm just a common man Looking for who I really am More valuable than paper money Knowledge of the plan I heard what Michael said Before he passed away Open your eyes Illuminati took his life away We want to sport and play Like we got forever Think they gonna give us the truth? Never Praying and acting Pray, praying and acting Faith is dead without actions It's lacking World on my shoulders It's heavy, I'm feeling stressed out Pull the jokers and aces And get the decks out People wanting my all I'm giving less now Streets is chaos these days I'm feeling pressed down World on my shoulders It's heavy, I'm feeling stressed out Pull the jokers and aces And get the decks out People wanting my all I'm giving less now Streets is chaos these days I'm feeling pressed down prosperity salutations you're now rocking with the brand this is the this is the mastermind alliance and uh yeah 
I am Yurima Karama. So if this is your first time rocking with the brand, please go to the webpage www.yurimakarama.com so that you can uh, download my app. And then also make sure that you are connecting with my nonprofit organization, The Unity Walk, at www.theunitywalk.com. Uh, go to our events and donations page. We got an upcoming event, our July, uh, our, our National Unity Walk, which is July 22nd through the, um, 25th, July 22nd through the 25th, we'll be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And if you would like to come out for that event, you are more than welcome. We would love to see you. I'm all about the sharing of energy and getting off of these social media platforms and actually meeting in person. So that's going to be July 22nd through the 25th. Please come out for that. If you do choose to come out and you are traveling from out of state, you can go on that webpage, www.theunitywalk.com. There is a link to get you a hotel discounted rate on your hotel stay if that's what you choose. I got some heavy hitters in the house. I have I am Goddess Marie. I got D Good, my man, my brand. I got the go-in God. I saw the go-in God on here. I'm like, wait a minute, the go-in God on my page? What? That's big business. The go-in God, I like what you're doing uh, out here. Uh and so uh, I'm appreciative to all of the people that are here. So this this, this is a real topic. Uh, I'm not going to be on long. This is not going to be um, this is not going to be one of those all nighters. But uh, the topic is is uh, actually the topic is pretty fucking sick. Um, to be quite honest with you. So we have to be we have to be very cognizant of what's going on right now. So I came across these uh, these particular. And the IG family won't be able to or the, the clubhouse family won't be able to see the one. So I'm going to start with the one that you can at least hear and then we'll take it from there because it's just a, a magnetic Shabazz. Peace, God. I see you. The magnetic one because it's, it's just sick the way the world is going. And now they are coming at our children. Uh, and we have to make sure that this is why children can't. I'm telling you, uh, if you have a child, you have a duty and a responsibility. I mean, you just do. You have a duty and a responsibility to that child. And if you are not taking care of that child, you should not be having that child. If you're not going to take the responsibility and the time, love and attention that it takes to raise that child, you should just not be having children because. When you don't take the time, a love, love and attention that is necessary. Guess what? The state and the government will. They got a place for your child and they got a brainwashing technique for your child as well. So uh, let's kind of get to this and turn this around for the IG family as well. Yeah. How come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and put? Yeah, it's it, it, it's the craziest thing, right? It's like, like uh, this, and this was apparently this was apparently done at um, <clears throat> for a particular school. 
Um, I believe it was I believe it was NYC if I'm if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, and then the, the the it just gets worse because because then they got this video. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the shit just gets worse. Um, they got this video and, and the IG family or the clubhouse family. You won't be able to see this one, but it's, it's, it, it, it's even worse than the, than the verbiage because this one is actually showing a sex act. Uh, and they're using it under the auspices of somebody using a goddamn, uh, uh, th this is supposed to be a saw. Um, it, 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 it just a sick, sick, uh, group of people that put this shit together. Yeah, so I, I can't, uh, it, it's just despicable. Um, and that's on Nickelodeon. So that's a cartoon on Nickelodeon. And, it, it, you, you know, uh, just, just the... <clears throat> So they're pushing the they're pushing the the uh, they're pushing the pedophile agenda. Uh, they're showing basically, uh, uh, you know, uh, subliminal sex acts, which are outright, actually outright sex acts that they're trying to uh, pretend are subliminal when they're when they're really not in their intent. Um, and then, of course, they're pushing the the gay and the LGBTQ agenda onto our children as well. Um, so it's just, um, <clears throat> I don't know, um, um, you know, how to, well, I, I, I think I did, we, I do have, a, I do know how to address it. I think that, uh, parents aren't addressing it. Um, and this is the problem. Uh, Nickelodeon should be shut down for that shit, quite frankly. Uh, and, uh. It, it, I don't know, Wealth. What are your thoughts? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, man, that's that's crazy. I was I was over on the IG looking at it, and um, wow, that first one, that first one is man, that it's, it's shit like that. It makes my blood boil, man. And and we got to understand that, you know, that that's the listen, that amongst other things is the reason why me and my wife pulled our kids out of this public school system and started homeschooling what, about five and a half years ago because we saw where it was going. Either that or we started opening our eyes to see what was already there, because the second clip was this cartoon running Stimpy from back in the 90s. And I remember it used to be only uh, on late at night for, for supposedly the adults. You know what I mean? But, like, they target, it's a cartoon. They target all this stuff towards children. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's freaking crazy, man, that we see it and we try to bury our heads in the sand. Like, if like if it's not there, like, if we don't acknowledge it, then maybe it won't touch our children. But I, me personally and my wife, we're not ones to take those chances. 
You know what I mean? Um, I said it before, you know, turn the TVs off. You know what I mean? We've been brainwashed to think that the TV's a necessity. And, and TVs are the ways that they enter our homes, TVs and phones. Like I had a, I had a chat with my children about about the telephone. Like the, like they, they got their cell phones, but at night the cell phones go out on the on the kitchen table. All the electronics they go out on the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And and I had a, and I explained to them that in the past, you know, the only way a stranger could get you is out in public. Right. But now through these phones, a stranger can come right into your bedroom through your phone. And 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 us as parents, we have to we have to take that responsibility head on. You can't play with this because your children is not going to be understanding of your negligence if some shit go down that you could have prevented. You know what I mean? Like you gonna have to live with that guilt and live with that fractured relationship for the rest of your life. Like don't don't I mean. I don't know how else to say. We gotta, we gotta take own, we gotta take responsibility and ownership of of the title of parent. Yeah. And protect our kids from this type of messaging because it's designed to sexualize them and get them ready for for these 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 predators out here, right? And and if we don't if we don't interrupt that communication pathway, then you're allowing them to do exactly what they want to do, which is to prep your children for that, for, for that sexual predator out there. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, thanks. Um, uh, Melro, you wanted to chime in as well. <clears throat> yeah, thank you, Brother Yorima. Thank you, Dwayne, for Brother Dwayne, pardon me for your uh, feedback as well. Um, two comments are like to make is I don't know if you guys remember Aladdin the original Aladdin cartoon mm-hmm. um, so actually Aladdin in that original cartoon um, before Disney edited it out um, he said quick take off your clothes in one scene not a rumor I actually heard it was on the original VHS Yeah. and then the Little Mermaid you know castle had a penis in it and Lion King also had like um, the smoke spelled sex. So Disney has, you know, definitely been on this agenda for years. And the second thing I like to say is I'm a uh, mother to a 13 year old daughter. And I have definitely had to really, really make certain that I'm monitoring everything. Um, my daughter is really into anime. And um, when I started to really dive into anime, I realized that there's like a lot of like really disgusting, just straight up pornography that exists within anime. And I'm not even going to describe some of the things that, you know, I noticed that my daughter was was looking at and I didn't catch it because it's able to pass through the parental um, like in figures and then like when the children i don't know how many of you have kids in the audience but when they're playing roblox and all of those things minecraft there are people that are actually able to message them as we know and pose as adults so to Dwayne's point i have 
just had to be a helicopter mom and making certain that um, I'm just super, super on, you know, whatever she's watching. And then now part of the programming I do within schools is this just online awareness. And I think the final point I'd like to make is even the music that these kiddos are listening to and just everything that's encouraging them to be over-sexualized. The Meg the Stallions, the Cardi B's, the Doja Cats, all that stuff is just like, to your point, Dwayne, um, really desensitizing them and prepping them to be over-sexualized and to go out and emulate exactly everything that they've been exposed to. So, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for that. I, I, I guess I would kind of pose a question to the panel. Um, why um, is it even an option uh, for our children to watch TV? Tell, tell lie vision. Why is that even an option? Why is it like like when we use words like and, 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 and don't get me wrong, I'm not this is not a slight on anybody. Um but I, 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 I get kind of it, it, it's an interesting subject when we talk about monitoring what our children watch and hear, which is absolutely necessary. Do not get me wrong with this. But why is that even an option in this day and time? Like television well, with me growing TV. up. That, you that? This is this is all through phone. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I get that, but I'm saying even for other parents, I'm not talking about you, Melrose. I'm just talking about in general. Why is tell live vision in the home for children even an option? That wasn't an option for me growing up. Like we played outside, like we went outside. If you wanted to become, uh, as far as socialization was concerned, that wasn't done through Tell Live Vision or the One-Eyed Devil. We got our butts outside and we played and we interacted with other children and and we built friendships and bonds and then and that sort of thing. So, um, I just wanted to pose that. Like, why is why is that? Because because what I see a lot of parents do. Is is and the reason I pose that what I see a lot of parents do. <clears throat> I used to do quite a bit of work with the with the uh, with the school system with my program that I have my mentoring service, and I used to see basically the the public school um, has become a babysitting service for parents. I used to see parents come uh, robes, um, shower caps, slippers. Um, the child couldn't get both feet out of the car before the parent was pulling off. Um, if it was, I've seen parents pull up with the loud banging mu music, uh, you know, 6.37 o'clock in the morning, dropping your child off and your child is being bombarded with uh, lyrics from Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and all of that craziness. So they're going into school already with their with their minds already discombobulated. And then when the child gets home, the next babysitter becomes the tell live vision. And with that babysitter, now the system has figured out a way to intercede and start the brainwashing technique. Because even this is all interconnected when we talk about uh, Agenda 21, when we talk about globalization, when we talk about the Council on Foreign Relations, when we talk about the hidden hand, um, this is the next level to that which is completely getting the children brainwashed on a particular agenda and getting them to accept that. Now they got the cereal boxes out with the rainbow on it. They're pushing the LGBTQ agenda for our children. 
Um, and, and so there's a multitude of different things out here that that parents, if they're if they're worth their salt in parenthood, that they're going to have to monitor. Again, why is television in this day and time even an option for children? And I think Nihilus, Nihilus, you can go ahead and then uh, OTW Tube and Dre. Okay. Uh, how y'all doing? Um, I just want to say that I think that it's a thing because it's so easy. Um, yeah. I, and I think that, they, well, I know that they know that a lot of parents are just putting the phone in front of their children's faces or um, just putting them in front of the TV and leaving them there. I, I know that they're aware of that. And it's crazy because um, my little nephew, he's not even two years old yet, he's like really into monster trucks and stuff. And I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm watching the show with him. Not even really watching it, but like, you know, it's in the background. And um, and he's, and it's like, it goes to talking about like, it was like this little baby monster truck that goes and like flies off of this like bridge and then crashes and then he's like oh i've lost so much oil and and then and he's like basically saying that like oh i'm about to die and stuff like that and then mm. and like my mom swears up and down that she heard she heard uh, one of these shows these monster truck shows talking about like oh like fuck you or something like that just like cursing and i think um, I know on a lot of these apps and stuff, like there's a lot of pedophiles just on there because they know that they can message these kids and stuff like that. So um, I think that it's just really important that we're uh, active with our children. And I know we're in a place where, you know, not a lot of us can really stay home and homeschool and uh, be as active as we, as I think most of us want to be um, in our children's lives. But, uh Holding, holding them responsible. Like, read a book, you know? Like, don't sit in front of the TV all day. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to address that real quick. And and I want to play this clip for the, for the again, for the new people that might have entered the room so they can they can have some context on what we're talking about. Uh, but I think, I think it's important. So when we say, um, when we say we don't have time for the children, um, so first of all, let's understand that I think between 1973 and now, I think it's like like 19 million babies. I believe it's black babies, particularly uh, between 1973 and now there's 1973 and now there's been over 19 million babies aborted. Um, and, and, and so so so. The onus has to be on the side of responsibility at some point, because before there was because before there was all of this television, before there was computers, before we had handheld handheld computers in our hands that we could get information at our disposal at any time before that. Being too busy for our children was just not an option. Saying that we don't have enough time for our children was just not an option. 
women literally would carry their children on their backs and, and build these things. I, I you, the women probably know better than I do, where they hold the babies in this on in the front in their stomach and 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 and, and do what they have to do. We've seen women in videos do this, so it's not and and fathers have to have played a part as well. Um, so saying that we just don't have enough time, that's really just not an option. I mean, it, if 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 not having enough time is the option, then the greater option is just not having the child. Then that gives you all the time that you need to do what it is you need to do. But let's play this clip again. Uh, I'm not going to turn it around for IG because I think you can just uh, listen. This is what our children are up against. Nobody should be teaching this. This is for ki- this is what, what kindergartners and first graders. How come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and boy? Like this is incredulous, man. I just the insanity of thinking that you're going to teach teach first grade. Like like literally, if my child is well, my child wouldn't have been at that school. He wouldn't have, he or she wouldn't have been at that school period because we would have been homeschooling. But <clears throat> that will make motherfuckers want to go to the school with assault rifles. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like literally, this is not something that we're going to play with. This is not something we're going to march about. Like, literally, you're trying to jack my child's whole fucking mind off because if anybody has that conversation, that's going to be the parents. And that's not an appropriate age. I'm sorry to be having that goddamn conversation. They haven't they don't know personality yet. They haven't even they haven't even gotten a good grasp on who they are yet. And you're already talking to them about penis and vagina and how to touch yourself and when to touch it. No, I know. No, it's a fucking insanity. But this is the matrix that we're in. So uh, OTW Tube and then Dre, I think you were next. I just wanted to play that clip to put it uh, for the for the new people in the room to kind of give some context as to why we're talking about this. It's disgusting. (laughs) I see now. It's just like, but here's the thing. Let's keep it real, guys. They've been doing this forever. You guys remember... uh, the Lion King, when uh, he lay over next to her, the word sex popped up. Oh, it's not something you would notice, but it's something that they've always done. Mm. When they draw a bird, they started with two nipples. When they draw uh, the wings of a bird, it's a vulva. Like, if you go look this up, this is how they start drawing. Penises and vaginas and boobs. This is something they've always done. I don't think we realized when we were growing up, because here's the thing, you take the mind, you have the body, right? It's not just about adrenochrome and fear and all that. It's like once you take the child's mind, now you take over the body. And I don't think people realize how deep this is. 
you're now you're harvesting the shit out of these children you ever think about monsters inc right the whole premise behind that is the fear of children and their nightmares that what that's what generates the lights in the city the fear Mm. When children go to bed, this is just like this is like a sick person that just writes this shit, and then people gobble it up, millions and billions of dollars. And so when you were doing this, I was looking at just so people could understand how um, childhood could be a ruin. There's a penis joke in Frozen. I've never watched Frozen. There's a half naked lady on the Lion King poster. There's the hooker in Toy Story. There's a lemon party in, in Cars. Um, the nude paintings in Ratatouille. Um, mm. The erection in Toy Story 2. And the dick joke in the Muppet Treasure Island. Mm. The semi-nude Esmeralda moment in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Right? And that's an old one. The honeymoon joke in Aladdin and the King of Thieves. The Naked Ladies in Fantasia, that's an old one. The Flashing Scene in Cause. Um, the Rogue Penis in The Little Mermaid. The Other Rogue Penis in The Little Mermaid. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. The Time Aladdin Was Chilling in a Brothel. When Aladdin told teenagers to take off their clothes. Mm. There's The Sex Cloud in The Lion King. The Naked Lady in The Rescuers. Jessica Rabbit's wardrobe malfunction. Also, let's talk about Baby Herman's being a huge perv. Um, the penis head in Hercules, because that's the old one. The strip club in Cars. Right? This goes way back. And so they've always done this. You know, I, I remember mm. it being in the kitchen and the cartoons would only play, just cartoons, right? And I heard SpongeBob go, get your chocolate out of my peanut butter. I had to run to the fucking living room. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And they, the kids just looked at me. I was like, what are y'all watching? It was like, we're looking at SpongeBob. I was like, yeah, I gotta take that off. Mm. <laughs> what the hell? Like, if they just put it, and if you're not paying attention, like you said, they're putting the children in front of the TV. The phone is ridiculous. Because the fact that these children don't pay their bills. I go through phones like like a warden, you know? And a lot of people do not go to... Children are looking at porn. Pornhub is free, y'all. If it's free for you, what do you think it's for the children? And children are sending other children explicit things. And I had to explain to my children, you don't want to be like Takashi 69 the sharp one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to say this stuff. But people don't want to have these conversations with their children. Oh, they're young. They don't know. No, 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 no. You have to say it. It's it's disturbing. Here's the thing. It starts at home. Like Dwayne said, yeah, I took my kids out. It starts at home. Who are you going to be mad at? You give them to the the, the oppressor. What, what do you expect them to do? Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's a shame. Wow. Hey, and and and, and Cindy, um, that you, you you I hope I said your name right, uh, OTW too, um, but but definitely, um, you you, it it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere, and as parents, it's our responsibility to protect our children from these influences. 
right? And I'm going to put a tool out there because, you know, I, I don't want to just be the one talking about the problem, but I'm going to offer y'all a solution. If your kids got phones or they got tablets, electronics, laptops, there's a tool called Web Watcher, W-E-B-W-A-T-C-H. E-R, Web Watcher. You can go to the website, webwatcher.com, and you can download a program that you can install on your children's electronic devices to monitor those devices from anywhere. And certain flag words will pop up, you know, and alert you to any kind of, uh, it, it'll monitor chats, pictures, texts. Anything, anything. It, it, it monitors all that stuff. And if you're going to give them those electronic devices, then you have to be responsible for what they do with those electronic devices and responsible for monitoring those devices. Because these are the gateways that these predators will use to get to your children. And, they, and like like uh, Cindy said, you know, they start with 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 indoctrinating them, getting them comfortable with the verbiage through these cartoons and through these shows mm -hmm. so that when these pedophiles approach them, they are already comfortable with the verbiage. So no alarms go off in their head saying, wait, this is inappropriate. If anything, they so conditioned that it's delivered in a funny manner through their shows, they, they might start laughing and entertaining the talk. You know what I mean? And, and, and we, we have to take that initiative I mean, at all costs, you know, there's so many, there's so many reasons why they, they target our children for sex. I don't know if people know, but sex is a more powerful drug than most illegal drugs out there. Mm. Do y'all know that? Mm. You know, you get an endorphin high when you, when you have sex. Yeah. And if you, if you can turn this young brain into a sex addict, an addict is, is the servant to its addiction. Mm. Teach. So you don't got to do nothing but control them through the drug of choice now. Dwayne, let me tell you. Let me tell your story. I knew of this girl. She was in the military. She was in Hawaii. Hopefully, she's not in the room. Anyway, and so she told me her 13-year-old son, because she homeschooled both of her, well, three of her children. She had like three baby daddies. She was from Philly. A lot was going on, and she told me her 13-year-old son told her he was gay, and I was like, How do you know he's gay? Well, he thinks he's gay or bisexual. I said, How? Hey, with 13? Well, it's not just the cartoons. He was on his Xbox, and he was playing games with adults. And these men, he was giving them the number, and they were sending him porn. Mm. Yeah, so it's you, you, you don't even understand that that the PlayStation and the Xbox. Like people sleep on that. That's how they get in there. Your children are playing. You're, you're not, you're not paying attention. You're on your social media. You're wherever. You don't know who the hell they're talking to. This shit is worldwide. It's scary. It's scary. And then one day she said uh, she was dating a guy and he left his uh, tranny magazine. So her son came back and said, you know, he thinks he likes that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Be glad you have the children you have. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> certain children, you're like, what is going on? But she didn't have any man around. You know, none of the fathers were around. She was brilliant, but it was almost like, not to say she had low vibrational children, but
But in a way, it's like, it's really, you gotta be careful who you have children with. You just have to be careful. Because someone has to look out for the children. If you're not looking out for the future, then kid, you know, just close up your pussy portal, right? Forget it. Just give up. It's mm -hmm. that bad out here. It's not just TV. It's not just the phone. It's video. It's ridiculous. The internet is the wild, wild west. I always tell people, do you know who the worst parent is? It's the it's the internet. The internet is the worst parent you can ever have. Because mm. when you leave them to just do whatever, they'll find all types of things. You know how we go down rabbit holes to look up history and research? They go down rabbit holes too. Horrible, dark web shit. And people don't even realize it. And guess what? Dwayne, it is, you're right. It is the parent. But guess what? They don't care. You're speaking on deaf ears. They don't care. Um, yeah, um, Queen TW over here on uh, IG says they are uh, performing fellatio in Grand Theft Auto videos, uh, video games. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I, I'm not surprised because I've just scrolling. They've had some video games where it's just murder and mayhem, like just killing people. They got scenes with people's heads being chopped off and and arms and legs being I'm just like what who the hell would watch this stuff I I, I don't know I never watched video games and stuff when I was a kid I was I was a little bit different I those type cartoons didn't really that didn't really catch me so I, I I didn't have and I never video games I think I think the only video game I ever played in my life was uh Miss Pac-Man um and Space Invaders Space Invaders and Ms. Pac-Man, and that was it. And I, those were short-lived. Uh, my attention span, they didn't keep my attention. Uh, Dre, what's good? Dre, you've been, a, you've been, you, you haven't been in here in a minute. How are you? And then we'll get to Tareen and uh, Sammy. Dre, you with us? Yeah, I'm trying to find my earpod. Peace, peace. Peace, peace, God. How are you? What's going on, my brother? Okay. What's going on to the family and everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just catching part of what you were saying about you know the kids. Them. Did you notice how they was bringing? They was trying to introduce the uh, Facebook for kids, and just like the YouTube for kids. You know how it's real nefarious because you know they know the impressionable minds, and that's why they utilize cartoons in the first place, and you know the adult cartoons too at the same time because they know even if you're 50 year old. You know, if you're not thinking for yourself, they could still, you know, use your brain for you. You know what I'm saying? And do the thinking for you. So that's the number one thing. People don't think for themselves. So the government is going to do what the government is going to do because it's governing your mental. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Facts. Thank you for that, uh, Dre. You know Dre, I, I just want to add, Dre. Wayne, let me let me get to Tareen because they've been waiting. Gotcha, Tareen and gotcha. Sammy. Um, Tareen, go ahead. And then we'll get back to you, uh, Wayne. Peace and light, family. Uh, Peace. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm very disturbed. I'm disturbed, um, and I don't even have to see what it was that Urema showed on IG, but just to hear, um, you know. Uh, what was played is disturbing to me because like our children are are so important and it's, it's very important that we really protect our children and communicate with them you know really um explain to them and 
help them understand like what's going on in the world around them, you know, um, for the people that's in this room that are conscious and are aware, or even if you just have just that urge or that slight feeling to be even more awakened and the more conscious because you see just things isn't right or what's going on. Protect your children. Really monitor them. You know, like if you're the type of parent that allows your children to watch TV, make sure you're paying attention to what they're watching. You know, um, it's not okay for children to act like adults. It's not. Facts. I really don't know why people think that it's cute in any type of way for children to act like adults. Like I see on Instagram, I go to the Explore page more than I do my home feed. I go to the Explore page just to see like the type of things that's being pushed out there. And I see a lot of children models that's just posing as adults. And I'm like, that that's, they're not adults. Mm. That's not cute. It is not cute for a little girl to be all dressed up and what, the hands on the hips, like, it's, it's not cute. Now, it's one thing, kids are going to mimic what we do, right? So it's one thing when they mimic what we do and we're in our homes, a, a place of privacy, but just to take pictures of that and put that on display, is, it's just not okay. It, it doesn't set a good example for the community. It just, it really doesn't because that helps spread that ignorance and it helps spread the agendas that, that are being put out there. You know, it really does. And really, a lot of these Disney cartoons be on some real life, silly, goofy stuff. Like, that ain't what we do. That's not how we act. You know, like, it's it's just not cute. Like, and, and even when, you know, like, uh, my daughters, like, they'll check out certain things that they may have heard of and seen in school. And trust me, I'll be on everything. And when I see something, I let them know, like, yeah, that's that ain't us. That ain't what we do. <laughs> So if you're going to watch it, watch it like this. You know, we got to redirect the energy, like, really. You know, and, and stop playing around because it's not a game. It is, it's really not a game. These things are going into our subconscious mind. Is That's the mind that we need to pay more attention to. Mm. Teach. Facts. You know, we because when we sleep, all those things that's been in our subconscious mind been programmed, that's coming with us. So when we leave this earth, you best believe all that stuff is coming with you. So you better know what you're paying attention to. I'm and happy to hear somebody know, say that. And even if you don't know, uh, thank you, sis. Even if you don't know, make sure that you are speaking to your subconscious mind. Oh, okay. oh, I know what this is about. We got to gain some type of power over what's going on, you know, because it really is war out here. It's an all-out war out here, down to the words that we speak, down to the vibration. And even if you don't have the right words, you know, because some of us have gone through traumas where we're affected in so so many different types of ways. Keep your vibrations high. Keep them high. You know, and, and we also have to, you know, Watch our images, you know, our, our children is, is, is watching us. You know, we don't have to display everything that we see out there in the world to them either because we don't want to confuse them. We don't want to say certain things to us, to them, and we do certain things, and they're looking at us like we, like, mm. well, you say this, but you're doing that. Okay. So we also have to, you know, better ourselves so that we can be able to teach these children 
you know, and yes, we, we got to cut the, the television out. We got to read like whatever happened to taking our children to the library so they can read, understand the world around them. We got to teach them. We do. We can't, can't allow the system to teach our children. Like we can't, we can't be lazy. Amina, please let the let, Amina, please let let the speaker finish, please. We wanna. Yes, no, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want because I can, I can really keep going on and on because this really, it really touches my, you know, it really touches my heart. It really does, and we we really have to be serious about this. Like, I'm really tired of people playing games, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, you. You come into rooms like this and you hear what's going on. But if you come in, tap in, listen to that spirit that brought you here. And please build on that because it's serious. You ain't come here for nothing. You know, like we, we really got to tap in. We, we got to learn how to, you know, work our magic. We got to learn who we are. Really tap into knowledge itself. It's not that hard. You know, read a few things. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you can read a little bit. You know, a little bit of inspiration a day. It'll help you to build, to get to the next level, to read a little more. You know what I'm saying? But we really got to feed our brains. We, we, it's a war out here. You know, stay tapped in. You know, meditate. Take that time to meditate, focus, and really focus. If you can't think of nothing else, just, just think about life. Just think about purpose. And just be still. Learn how to be still. And, and and that's you know that's that that's all I have to say. Peace and light, family. I hope someone took heed to what I had to say because this this is hurtful. It, it hurts my heart. It hurts my soul. It really does because our children are under attack. You know when we go outside of our doors, if you see another parent, you you, you know you see they you know they not handling things right. Still try to spread some type of light to their children. Like really, you know, like we we got to be there for each other. It's hard out here. It really is. Right. Yeah, I think uh, uh, we have to we have to just just keeping it real. We got to take into account, too, that um, there, so so <clears throat> we're not in a position to. Uh, we really need to get back to a village type mentality. We're really not in a position to have uh, single parent households. Uh, uh, and, and and what I'm what I'm saying is that. Um, Others need to step up. Others need to step up. If you see a child by themselves, there's no parent. You need to become the parent because children are getting snatched. Hell, white folks are 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 uh, uh, adopting black children, putting a, and I, I I for anybody in the room, you know, for the newcomers that come in. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna keep this shit gully. I don't give a fuck about all children. I give a fuck about black children. Everything else is secondary after that because my house is burning. So as long as my house is burning, I'm going to worry about my house first and putting the fire out in that motherfucker. Then when the fire's out in that, I might go help the neighbors. But I'm putting the, the, the fire out in my house first. And right now our house is fucking burning. That shit is ablaze. So I don't really I, I'm not really concerned about other children. Why? Because other fucking adults around this planet, they ain't concerned about our children. So and that's just the way it is. And that's how we got to see this shit. We got to start calling shit and seeing it for what it is and not what we want it to be. And this is where we separate ourselves from the bootlickers and the sellouts. 
who try to play this pretend game like other groups of people care about us because they fucking don't. And I'm saying this for a purpose because I know there's certain people in this room right now. They need to hear this because they they think that everything is lily white. That shit ain't lily white. You got white people adopting black children specifically to put black male children in dresses and particularly to put black female children to discombobulate their minds and, and, and make them think that they are men or boys. It's gender transformation, man. And Can so, and, and so, yeah, yeah, and 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 so, you know, when we when we when we look at it in that framework, we have a lot of issues, a lot of problems, and our children are absolutely under attack. So we have to look at, we have to take this as from a village approach. I'm sorry if you're seeing, and, and, and we have to be honest because Tareen, you mentioned something. You mentioned something that 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 holds true. Our our children emulation is the greatest form of flattery. Our children watch. And I'm sorry, there's a lot of single mothers out here. Hey, I, apologies for the black men that didn't step up and apologies to the black men that 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 relationship didn't work out. You come to find out that she was crazy and she's trying to put the blame on you. And guess what? The court system is going to be on her side. OK, I don't want to even go down that rabbit hole. But in many of those households, that mother is dressing sleazy. That mother is doing is bringing men in and out of that house. That mother is doing things. And that daughter, if she's got a girl child, that daughter is watching. That boy child is watching. This is just a reality. Now, we can try to pussyfoot around this shit, but that's how it's going. And guess what? They emulate that behavior. So now this becomes fucking generational. If a young black male child sees his mother being abused by the men that she's bringing into her home and then he goes out and abuses women and then he just gets the blame and, 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 and you don't know that he went through this trauma as a child and he's emulating. When yes, we have black yes. young when we have black young girls who are dressing so provocatively that you see on the explore the the explore page of IG they're dressing so provocatively they're putting on mass amounts of makeup they have promiscuous behavior well where did they get that from that shit was born out of something they didn't just up one day and say that they just it didn't just happen like that in most cases they got that from somewhere. And we have to have those honest type of conversations that a lot of times these parents are straight trash, man. Both men and women, they're straight trash. And guess who suffers from it? Our children. Any black child I see, if I see a black child out in the street, when I'm moving through this life, through this cipher, if I see a black child out in the street and I don't see and I see that they don't have any parental, any, any, any parents around, that child becomes my child. That's just how that goes until that child gets to safety. And anybody knows me can attest to that. I'm stopping it. I will pull over on the side of the road if I see a black child out there. Why? Because there's fucking white vans around here snatching black children. We know that. That shit is back on when we're talking about adrenochrome and people getting snatched. News ain't reporting that shit because they don't. Why? Because they don't give a fuck about our children. So we have to. So so, you know, we really need to take a village approach to this as opposed to a oh, man, look at them children, man, them badass seeds over there. And you distance yourself. You distance yourself 
Fuck, help that parent out. So that they ain't so that they won't maybe be bad seeds. Provide some mentorship. Provide some assistance as opposed to saying, oh, man, look at them badass kids over there. And then the other part of it, too, is the, the sexual energy exchange. Yeah, you having sex with some people that is carrying fucking demonic energy with them. Thank and you them so children, much for saying that, brother. Yeah, and them children, them children, there's curses that come with this. See, there, there, there's a spiritual element to this shit, too. Generational curses, brother. Generational curses because you sleeping with different people. You sleeping with different people, and guess what? They bringing a certain energy with them, the people that they didn't slept with. There's motherfucking ghosts. There's ghosts that come with this. Motherfuckers is carrying shit with them. That's demonic. And you don't even know. You don't even know because you think it's just a sex act. But they carrying some shit and this shit becomes generational. Then you push a child through the womb, not recognizing that, damn, this motherfucker, this pork eating, this pork eating ass nigga over here who eats beef and pork and all kinds of shit. He got some demonic spirits in him that you don't know because you think it is just sex. It's just a physical act. It don't work like that, man. What kind of cleansing has this motherfucker done? What kind of cleansing has she done? There's sucker buses out here for men. They will trap you and put a curse on you real quick. They'll put a spell on you. You don't know why you fucked up. And I'm talking from experience. I ain't talking on ass. You'll get trapped off in some shit that you don't even know. Like, damn, what the fuck happened to me? Why is my energy? What, what, what's going on with me? I don't even feeling right. You got to go do some cleanses, go to witch doctors and all kinds of shit, man, to get this shit up off of you. This spirit, the spirit realm is some real shit. And when you start talking about having children with some motherfuckers you don't know. You got responsive. There's responsibilities with that, man. There's responsibilities. This is a deep rabbit hole that we can go down. But there's responsibilities you as a parent. That you just have when you have children or you shouldn't be having them. Sammy, I want to get Sammy, then Brandon and Amina. Um, I want to get to you, Sammy, you, you up, Empress. Hey, everyone. So I am just very disturbed by what I heard. Uh, and it's just crazy that this is allowed to be spewed so directly um, because Cindy gave um, multiple examples, but they were also covered. Like, it's nothing that we would have noticed unless we were looking for it. So it's just crazy to see how direct they are with it now. Um, but I did want to bring up something, if you don't mind, and if it's off topic, then that's fine too. But um, the rise of filters and how that can affect children, especially if it's um, something that they're growing up with, it can actually cause body dysmorphia. So um, for any parents, I think that's maybe something that you can discuss with your kids too, because personally, I've noticed, I'm like, wait, maybe I should try, you know, put a filter on it. But it might seem innocent, but after a while, it can cause some serious mental health issues. Thank you for sharing that, Sammy. Appreciate that. Um, thanks a lot for that input. And that's something we should look into. Uh, Brandon and then Amina. 
Peace, family. Peace. Peace. Um, before I speak, could you reiterate um, those, those two programmings that you played? Did you say they um, that's a cartoon or something they played for the kids at school? Uh, both of them are actually cartoons, Brandon. Do you need me to replay them? Uh, one is one is one is actually a, a cartoon on Nickelodeon. It's actually showing a sex act, but it's using a saw um, to try to cover. I, I don't know what they're thinking, um, but but it was just really disgusting uh, for I mean, for it to be a cartoon and know that children watch Nickelodeon. And the other one was basically a um, um, they're teaching. This was actually taught. I believe it was NYC. I believe it was New York where they actually had this and the parents. Maybe it was Cali. I can't remember, but they this they're trying to teach this class to kindergartners and first graders, I believe. Wow. And, and, and yeah, it's insanity at its at its worst. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, yeah, that, that's a good idea. Before I speak, I mean, I don't need you to replay it, but I know I've been in the room since you first started, and I know it's a lot of uh, new faces in here, so it might be beneficial to replay it for them. Yeah. So they can uh, know what's going on. Um, yeah, I will do that. I want to get to um, uh, we'll come back to you, Brandon. I want to get to uh, Amina uh, real quick, because Amina, you you uh, I, 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 I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I, I try to keep a room where where people are. They, they're able to get their thoughts out completely. Um, so go ahead, Empress. You're up. OK, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to speak about a phenomenon that's been taking place that involves uh, children and women. Um, I know that there's a huge issue around human trafficking of young black people, specifically young black women. And I also recognize the transgender movement that's taking place and that they're currently doing. So we all know about the adrenochrome thing, right? Like them harvesting, you know, the blood of people and stuff like that. But I've actually came to learn that a lot of these black women and young, young black women who are technically children who are being kidnapped, they're getting their wombs taken, like Facts. literally getting their wombs taken to experiment, to see if it's possible for a transgender man or woman or whatever to be able to birth children. And this is something that's going on and not being spoken about. The fact that black women all across all all along the coast, the East Coast, like New York, D.C., um, Atlanta, like they're literally disappearing by the numbers just for experimentation. I just wanted to say that because it's very sick. Um, yeah, you're 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 absolutely spot on, Empress. Um, matter of fact, I did a story. I think it was um, it was either 2019 or 2000. Uh, it might have been last year where there were um, 70, over 76,000 uh, black women just missing and it was getting no news footage. Nobody was talking about it. It was black women. Um, and then when you add the number of black children that come up missing, um, there is um, they definitely uh, are um, womb transformation. They have been trying to figure out how transgenders, particularly men, can 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 uh, procreate and have children. Um, they are also even even more sinister. They're trying to figure out how how those wombs can uh, be utilized to. Uh, help white women have babies. Remember, they have a negative birth rate right now. Pat Buchanan came out with that back in uh, 2000. Actually, they've had a negative birth rate since the early 2000s, around 2000, to the point where Pat Buchanan. 
Yeah, Pat Buchanan actually came out with a book basically begging white women to have babies. Um, and um, I, I, I don't think it's an issue of white women not wanting to have babies. I think it's just an issue of that they that they uh, uh, really can't. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, uh, karma's karma's a bitch that is not always on time, but it never misses an address. And some of this shit is just karma. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. We're we're having babies. We're having babies left and right and they can't stand it. But in any case, with that said, uh, what you the, what you lend that thought to Amina is absolutely correct. They are taking the wombs of black women uh, for experimental purposes. And we have to recognize that um, adrenochrome is real. Uh, you have that sinister uh, uh, elite group or not elite group, but that sinister group that has plenty of money. And uh, they 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 do those type of nefarious acts. Absolutely. Um, and I want to for the for the people just coming in the room. Um, How come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and put... I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know, you, you can't. There's no way around that. What what that is insinuating and, and, and children are dumb. Um, so they are definitely uh, uh, they're definitely uh, pushing the agenda. Um, and Brandon, I want to get to you. But Dwayne uh, uh, Wealth, I wanted to uh, come back to you, make sure I got back to you, because I know you want to. Yeah, peace, family. I just want to touch on something that Dre said real quick when he talked about um, uh, YouTube for kids and, and, that, and, that ate, and then they wanted to Facebook for kids. We got to understand that that's the enemy's way of separating you from being the watchful eye over what your children do. Understand that if you're friends with your child, when your child posts something, you'll probably see it. But if they're in a whole different app, on a whole different site, how do you see what's going on? Because most adults are not going to sign up to be on the kids' platform, and they already set it up to where they say, oh, if you're over a certain age, you won't be allowed on that platform. So most of us, exactly. you know, not recognizing the danger of what, what's being said, we'll go, okay, that's good. That means I ain't got to worry about no adults being over there. That just means that when they put in their profile information, these adults are going to put in a child's age so that they can target those children in there and now they're unsupervised because there's no adults in the room right and and if you don't believe that these 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 social media websites can cause direct harm to your children um me and my wife we did a, a season of a, of a podcast um some years back 
and we talked about the Momo effect. This 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 character that was on YouTube for kids, and it was a it was a Muppet, an ugly looking Muppet called Momo, and this Momo thing which scared the shit out of the children, and get their phone numbers. Right, somehow the Momo would get them to give up their phone number information. Don't ask me. I, I don't know the details of how this would happen. But then an adult would call and start talking to these children in this Momo voice. And Momo would scare the children and say, hey, if you don't want me to come and get you and do all these wicked things to you, you better kill yourself. Do you know there was a rash of children's suicides behind that? Yeah. That. Right. And if if you don't if you understand how the enemy thinks, they test run shit on this social media site. It's, yes. a, psycho, it's a psychological warfare program where they test yes. run shit. So they want to see how effective can we be at accessing and influencing children to do things against their best interests. So if they can if they can convince a, 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 a a large number of children to go kill themselves out and then tell them, Hey, you better not tell your parents. Cause then a Momo come and kill your parents. So you got these little five and six and seven year olds terrified out their mind doing crazy shit, Back. like jumping out in front of traffic because they think Momo going to get them taking pills. They tell Momo, tell them going, going in medicine cabinet and swallow the pills or else I'm going to come get your parents. So if they can have that kind of effect, don't you think that pedophiles can access your children and make them do things against their own best interests also? We got to really take this stuff seriously, people. You know what I mean? We have to because our children's lives depend on it. It's that serious. A lot of people say, I'll die for my kids, but you, 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 you'll die for your kids, but you won't, you won't cut the cable off so that you, or you won't, you won't take the electronics away because it's more convenient to leave them with those electronics and allow them access to these adult platforms just because it allows you a few more minutes to yourself where you can, you know, be on the same damn platforms probably, right? So, I mean, where's the responsibility in that behavior? That's not somebody, and I'm not saying it to condemn you because sometimes you got to say it so people can hear it. A lot of us probably don't hear it because no one is talking to you about this stuff. You know what okay. I mean? But once you hear it, you become aware of it, and now you you convicted by the truth. You can't you can't get get away from that. The truth will convict you into into taking action. So you know this is why I'm saying this because it's the best action that like like turning off the TVs, taking them off of these electronics. Like they be on the electronics for for uh for homeschooling and stuff like that. But I am me me and my queen are very very uh aware and and we monitor them heavily when it comes to anything else with those electronics yeah i i, I think too um we need to we need to um i think uh we need to come to some some quick realities the one um is that the majority of people don't care they just don't um because if we cared we would do better there's a small there's a sweet so now when we talk minority we can talk minority in the real sense. There's a small group of us that care. Um, the 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 people that say they will die for their children, that's the fucking problem. You'll die for them. Why don't you live for them? Because you died for them a long time ago, which is why they're in the current condition that they're in. See, if you live for your children, you'll be a little bit better off. Don't, don't die for them because nine times out of ten, nobody's coming to kill you um, uh, uh, behind your child. You're killing your children. 
with the irresponsibility and the lackadaisical attitude and wanting to turn your children over to the damn tell live vision uh, uh, and, and the public school to prison pipeline, you're actually doing more harm than good. So um, we, we just have to come to that that conclusion that the majority of people really don't care, really don't care. They're running. I see it every day. There's there are people that eat out at McDonald's and Burger King five days a week. This is what they feed their children. You can't possibly care about your child doing just just that alone. Just that alone. That I'll just take that. We're not talking about missing children. We're not talking about the public school to prison pipeline. We're not talking about the children who have access to phones and, and, and computers and things like that with no oversight. I'm just talking about parents that will take their children out five days a week, if not more, to McDonald's or Burger King. That's the diet that your child is on. That's the diet. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, you, you're not even taking time out to feed your children proper meals that you put the love into that you made. You're trusting a system. Again, it's a system. McDonald's is part of that system. Burger King is part of that system. They were created for a reason. And it wasn't all about business. It wasn't all about it might have started out like that. But the shit gets a little bit more wicked as you go down the rabbit hole. And, and, and so, you know, when we, when we see these type of things, we have to surmise and we have to be honest with ourselves that yeah, they, they really don't care. They really don't care. And in and, and, and not caring and not caring, this hurts the most precious jewels that we have, which is our seeds. Uh, Brandon, I wanted to get back to you. Um, Big fat. Appreciate it, Yurima. Yeah. Oh, man. And the, uh, well, of course, I always do agree with you, but uh, the, the, those last few statements that you just made, uh, I, I want to place an emphasis on that because um, it, it's sad to say, but it, it seems like yeah, a lot of us just don't care and are, are, well, are too lazy to care because too ki- you know because we say we care, but to really care, that requires us to, to do something about it. Um, and, and that's the, that's the big part right there, you know, and with the programming and stuff, it's sad to say, but like, we're pretty much at the point now where we have to watch all the programs with our kids, you know, um, and I just want to extend what, uh, what Tareen was saying, you know, to place an emphasis on us communicating with our kids. You know, we, we have to stop being reactive and start being proactive. You know, if we be proactive with our kids and talk about those things beforehand, then, you know, then we can be a, um, uh, how can I put this? Well, you know, that way when, when they, when they do see and hear any of this sick stuff, then it won't be foreign to them and they'll already know, um, how to react. And, um, you know, like in, um, in the world we live in, um, nowadays, like our kids innocence is stripped away from them way before it's time. Uh, we don't live in the same world that our ancestors lived in before they had interaction with this enemy. So we have to get proactive and stop being reactive, you know, because um, the, the damage is already done, you know, once they start infiltrating. Um, and, you know, like we have to stop making our kids be afraid 
be afraid of us and afraid to talk to us. You know, that, that's a big issue in our community. You know, um, um, we want to chastise our kids and, you know, it, it's just they, they, they don't communicate things that are going on, um, you know, because they're scared, because they're scared. We're, we're just we're automatically going to whip them or punish them and things of that nature. You know, like um, and it, it's a big problem, you know, in our community. And, you know, in regards to the schools and stuff, you know, like, first of all, like, like, I, I used to be, um, I, I used to be a little puzzled as to why, you know, uh, some of our um, freedom, like liberation fighters were always angry in their, um, in their elder years, you know, like the, like the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Dick Gregory's and the, you know, and the John Henry Clarks and stuff, you know, like, now I see, you know, like, the, some of the some of the new generation and stuff like like they're angry because y'all y'all want to and when I say y'all you know I'm not I'm using the terms loosely I'm not speaking about us in this room just our community and in general you know and y'all y'all want to complain and blame and do the same things that we did like do something else you know uh, and me like I'm about solutions so like if if we're if if we're sick of them learning certain types of things in schools and stuff and we're, we're sick of them being exposed to certain type of things in schools then you know like we, we have to get off the bus you know we have to get off of their bus it's not going to change you know the, the programming in their schools and the curriculum in their schools is not going to stop it's not suited for us you know and so you know we 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 have to start homeschooling our kids uh more you know like we have to uh, build our own, uh, you know, charter private schools and stuff. And I, I know that may sound a little far-fetched, you know, but like, it's just, you know, the, 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 the pedophilia and other things is in their nature and they're going to continue to indoctrinate our kids as long as we are in their system. You know, like we, we don't, we don't read and we don't teach to our kids when they're in their early childhood stages. And then we send them to school. And as a result, they're already behind the learning curve, you know, of the kids who have already been receiving those services at home, you know, like, uh, uh, and, and that's a huge issue in our community. We just let them sit around and do nothing, you know, like when, when they're, when they're two, three, four years old and stuff is, and studies show that, you know, uh, a big part of their cognitive ability is developing during those years, you know, and when they go to school, it's just to learn how to, you know, socialize and it's just to uh, learn how to shape and mold those cognitive abilities that have already developed. But, but we don't nurture those. We, you know, we just send them to school and hope that, the, you know, that the teacher is going to do that for you know, so at the end of the day, Arena, I don't want to be long-winded, but that's why I just said that last little part, you know, it's a big issue in our community, just accountability, and we're lazy, you know. Thank you. I'm done speaking. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, uh, j just real quick, um, um, so there have been a couple people um, in my rooms, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm very confident. I'm a very confident, confident Aboriginal man in my room. When we're talking black issues, Aboriginal issues, indigenous issues, if you're not black, you need not even raise your hand because you'll never get on my stage to speak. When we're having these discussions, these discussions are for our community. I don't really know where you could fit in to have any type of input uh, whatsoever. So therefore, you won't have any type of input on on any platform where we're talking black issues, just so you know. And if I don't know if you're black, if I can't prove it, 
I'm not letting you up. Um, so uh, with that said, we, we can keep it moving. Amina, did you have anything else you wanted to add or any other uh, uh, any one of the other panelists have anything that they wanted to add to this conversation? Um, yes. Um, so I feel like that what I'm witnessing with the children and what's taking place in society is that the powers that be is pushing a sexual revolution. Now, I don't want anybody to take what I say as homophobic or transphobic, just as a trigger warning. But um, I feel like that they're pushing this agenda of first it was, you know, let's accept gay people who wants to be in same sex relationships. And then it progressed to transgenderism and the idea of accepting a man can be a woman or a woman can be a man. And now I feel like that is starting to manifest into pedophilia because like the LGBT community, like there's a real organization of pedophiles that exist on the Internet and on Clubhouse. And they're truly trying to fight to be a part of the LGBT community and be considered a sexual orientation. And um, it's just very mind boggling for me because obviously they're pushing this towards our children because they want the new generation to fully embrace these ideas. And it's just very disheartening to witness. You know, I'd be on Instagram and I remember like Taryn was saying earlier, I see children models dressing in adult clothing. We have Fashion Nova kids now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, Fashion Nova at first existed for women who dress promiscuous. Now we have a Fashion Nova kids and I see these children, you know, in suggestive poses. And I was raised, my mother, you know, she was a victim of sexual abuse. So I was raised to watch out for the over-sexualization of children, but it just became so normalized to the point where people are lost. They're not realizing that they're literally sexualizing children. Like what you played earlier for us, um, talking about, oh, when you're when you get big, it erects. Like how could a kindergartner, a person who haven't even reached their peak in puberty yet, be sexualized in a way? I just find it to be disgusting and just disturbing. But that's all I have to say. Hold this. Facts, facts. Um, Yurima, yeah. I want to add on real quick to that because it's crazy that the sister says, and I don't really want to go too much in this, you know what I'm saying? Um, the whole thing is it's called gender fluidity. I've been noticing this thing like on Twitter since 2014, probably 2013, like when I used to be on it hard, you know, going at all those other people with their weird logic and stuff like that. So it's, it's a thing that they call gender fluidity. Yeah. And they've been pushing this for a long time now, you see what I'm saying? And like the sister said, you know, with the LBGTQ community. And we've learned that they took um, sexual pedophilia and all that. They took it out of the mental, <coughs> if I'm not mistaken, they took it out of the mental, um, it's the, the the dictionary that they have. For, the DSM? dictionary that they have. Yeah, they, they took it out of that in the 70s. You see what I'm saying? So what they're, what they're basically leading up to is this whole movement and... I'm going to say it in this room. I don't give a fuck. It's a group called NAMBLA, right? North yeah. American Male Boy Lovers Association. Yeah. We, them motherfuckers need to be done. Straight up. You feel Facts. me? Facts. That, yeah. They need to be out. Straight up and down. Because the craziest thing about NAMBLA now, NAMBLA is a part of the Boy Scouts. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I seen it was a big thing that they did because they used George Takai from Star Trek to push this shit upon our kids. You see what I'm saying? And this is the weirdest shit is now that they, during the New York parade, I think it was in 2017 or 2019, right right before Trump got selected, right around this whole time period, you know, they had him at the parade in New York dressed as a Boy Scout, you see what I'm saying? Leading out the parade and stuff like that. And then I'm finding out that Nambla 
the North American Male Boys Love Association, they're one of the biggest pushers of all this gay, all the, all the rights and lobbyism that's going on. They've been in, in and at it, and they've been in our community since Bayard Rustin. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You see? Wow. So we, it, 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 when you start digging, you know, into the thing and stuff like that and start realizing, like, yo, these Bati boys been around for a long time and they've been trying to promote this shit. You yeah. see what I'm saying? It goes all the way back to the Greco-Roman. See, we, we really got to do a chronological time stamp and go from when the shit started yeah. and how it ended up where it is right now. You see what I'm saying? Because it, it goes all the way back to Ptolemy during the Roman Empire and it leads <laughs> all the way up here now. You see what I'm saying? Where we're at right now and all this... I don't even know what to call it. You see what I'm saying? But the sexual deviance is so crazy that Israel... Has the gay capital. Tel Aviv is the gay capital of the world. Yeah, what they so, call Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they what is is it real? You know, as 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 Baba Kopi says. You see what I'm saying? So when you start realizing all this stuff, and then you start looking at these different people that are getting donations from these companies and all these people, it's so many inter. Man, it's it's deep when you get to it. You know, that's why the small hats are really into it. And if you check out that whole small hat shit, you know what I'm saying with the Zionists. They don't even really look at women as just an object for bringing forth life. What their main deal is to have sex with little boys. That's 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 their goal. That's the goal of it. Because if you go back to the the, the um the Zeus and Ganymede, just look at that story. And I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, I want um, to um, uh-huh. address. Uh, hold up, Brandon. I want to address that because. Um, so with that, um, you have this you have this uh, you have this birthing thing going on right now as well. And, um, you know, there's a there's an article here. Um, they gave birth and loved their children. And they want to remind you that not all pregnant people. They want to remind you that not all pregnant people are women. And this came out May 23rd, 2021. So this is recent. One and a half year old Zane Brady's Davis jumped up and down on her father's lap on a Sunday park bench beside a model yacht. Okay. Race of kids. Um, jump, jump. Miles Davis whispered, lifting Zane in the air, uh, pulling her onto, uh, into a caress, punctuating it all with a kiss on the cheek. Brandy Davis, who uses gender neutral pronouns. It's trans masculine. I don't even, there's so much trans shit. And let's get that homo thing, uh, that, 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 let's clarify that homophobia. That's correct. That, that, right that, that homo, that homo shit is a fear of. There's nobody fearful of these homosexuals. Exactly. So a fear of homophobia. No, we don't have any, there, there, a phobia is a fear. Mm-hmm. We have no fears of these homosexuals. We have no fears. It, 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 I, it, homo, oh, you're uh, homo, homophobia. No, I don't fear other men. So I'm not, I don't have that fear. I don't have, I'm a, I have a fear of heights. Yeah, I have a fear of heights, but I don't have a fear of other humans. Homo, homo is basically the homo sapiens meaning man, right? So yeah. really, why, why should I fear man? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a fear of man. Like, no, we, we don't fear men. <laughs> so, but they got so many different, like trans masculine, transgender. I mean, all of this trans stuff and terminologies, the terminology. Yes. So Can I get added to Q? Go ahead, Amina. You. 
Oh, okay. But as far as what Dre was saying, like that is ancient Roman culture because I've studied history because my family come from Morocco, South Morocco. So we are like black Moroccans that came here during the early 2000s. So I did, you know, in-depth research. And from what I've learned, so basically the love of little boys is called pedestrian. That's, you know, when a grown man has pedophilic feelings towards a boy, that's pedestrian. And in ancient Rome, mm. that was heavily practiced and normalized. In ancient Rome, they went through a very parallel progression as what we're going through in our current society. Yep. Like in ancient Rome, first they started being gay. Then they started having hermaphrodites. And then they started openly practicing pedophilia. And I feel like America, America is on the same road. Because look, look at our country capital. I'm from the D.C. area. When you go to D.C., all you see is Roman-style architecture everywhere. Facts. This is ancient Rome. This is this is the same society that the Europeans lived back in ancient times. They're living it here, and they're pushing it on us, and they're pushing it on our children. And honestly, it's quite scary, especially for women, because in the ancient Roman society, women were not seen as, you know, the beloved mother or the wound or any of that. They were merely seen as cattle, as breeding machines. And the men... The men dominated the governments and patriarchy. The men ran government. They fucked each other and they fucked their wives. Sorry, excuse my language. And, you know, women were just reduced down to, like I said, breeding machines. So this is a very dangerous thing that we're experiencing. And I noticed this with the younger generation. I'm only 22 years old. And I noticed that there's a lot of males that I meet who completely denounce females and see them as not anything useful just for childbirth. And that stems from that mindset that's being pushed on the public. Oh, Oh, that's all I got to say. I don't I don't know where you, I don't know where you've met those guys at but uh wow I didn't know I didn't know that even existed at this particular time interesting thank you for sharing that um go ahead uh uh, uh wealth I know you wanted to yes sir hey 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 King. <laughs> just for everybody in the room uh and 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 who may not know uh i'm wealth wealth underscore empowerment on ig so that's that's where me and Yurima first met so so when you hear him saying wealth and Dwayne for those on ig it's the same person okay but um yeah um listen it goes back before rome it goes all the way to the greeks you want to you alexander the great was a was a greek Right. And Alexander the Great, I don't know if anybody, they, that's that's his title. I'm not calling him great. I'm saying that that's his historical title. Right. His lover was a male. And the way the Greeks used to do it, when you join the military, they would pair off young males with older males because they believe that man boy love, you would fight stronger for your lover than you would for your country. Yeah. So that's where that got introduced into to the real uh, the world stage. Like we we don't have any history of it before then. You know what I mean? But in all European cultures, there's always that element in every one of their cultures. You know what I mean? Even even yeah. if you look at even if you look at um the, the Norse gods, Loki was was trans he he was transsexual. He was a male and a female. Mm-hmm. The god Loki. Right. The God of mischief. OK, so, you know, we and, and words are very powerful. Words are powerful. You know, words are spells. So, we, you know, I'm glad that we're conscious of, of the fact that they're always changing the words to try to push the agenda. You know, um, that that homophobic term 
Like what? Because it's, 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 it, because I don't agree with you, I'm afraid of you. That's nonsense. That's just like that's just like the uh, anti-Semite term. When the people that they they call Jews now are not Semitic people, so it's 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 word it's word psychological warfare, right? And and when you look at the founders of the LGBT movement, see, we got to separate organizations and 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 and, and, and actual individuals, 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 right? Because they they played that trick with us the, with the BLM. Uh, Black Lives Matter was a hashtag that was trending amongst our people, and it was a hashtag we were forming around. That's and then we got in there and incorporated it, right? And hijacked it by incorporating it. Now there, there's an organization called that. And we thought it was the same thing, but it was two different things. So if you go back to the root of the LGBT um, founders, I forget the guy's name, man. It was two of them. But one of them was pushing pedophilia. Right. So if you look now at the alphabet term, right there in in California, you'll see see LGBTQP. The P is for pedophilia. Hmm. California is full of them. California, they practice pedophilia just completely out in the open. It's really disgusting, to be honest. And, And if you want to destroy a nation... Then there's two ways you go from the top and the bottom. First, you destroy the man and you destroy the child. Mm-hmm. And if you can destroy the males by convincing them not to be manly, because that manly instinct wants to provide and protect. If you can get that male to give up that role, which is why you hear them attacking these gender roles like it's a bad thing. But let me tell you something. If I see a queen out here uh, in, 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 in danger, I step in. And I'm not alone. Okay. The media would have you believe that, that men like me don't exist. That that masculinity masculinity is toxic. There goes some more word warfare for you, right? So this is this is all propaganda to attack the males and the children. Because if they can attack from the top and the bottom, it leaves all the people in the middle. It leaves all the queens defenseless. Mm. And, and, you know, it, it, it does. It, it, and and it, it's I think a lot of the queens are waking up because I remember when I was younger, the queens would embrace the homosexual agenda. But now what's happening is these trans these these men that call themselves trans women. They're now pushing real women out of the picture. <laughs> like if you look at sports, yeah. they join in women's sports Thanks. and they cracking skulls and they and they hurting real yeah. women and they telling women you can't even call yourself you can't say you're breastfeeding, you're chest feeding that. Like, do you hear the, the attack? It's a psychological attack. What, what right? you're trying to do is strip away the genders. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dwayne. Hey, uh, we're we're gonna have to we we need to get to Bola Nile too. Right, she's right, been right. she's yeah, she's been it. patiently waiting. Bola Nile, why don't you cut in, please? I want to make sure we get all the empresses up up to speed. Thank you, Yarima. Uh, it's Bola Nile, and um. Okay, Bola Nile. Yeah, and Dwayne, even as Dwayne, as you were saying that, it kind of sort of I sort of got a flash when you were saying they wanted to leave all of the queens defenseless. It made me think of chess, and I was like, this is basically a game of chess that they're playing and they want to leave queens defenseless. But um, I don't want to really 
go back, but when you were speaking earlier, um, you were talking about um, the children and social media and just how detrimental it can be um, because of young minds being impressionable. Um, it made me think about uh, this. There's a documentary on Netflix called uh, The Social Dilemma, I believe. Yes. And, yeah, and it, it talks about the tech ex- experts and some executives. And they talk about just the um, impact of social media and how dangerous it can be and influential. And the interesting about thing about that is all of the, the leaders or the tech um, experts or executives, they said that they would not even allow their children to be on social media because of those same very um, ways that it's very influential and it can basically um, control people and the influence that they have using social media. So that was one of the things that I wanted that I wanted to contribute earlier when I was in the audience and I wanted to mention that if anyone um, hasn't seen that documentary it is on Netflix but um, I don't have any children myself right now but uh, I definitely believe that there is an agenda and attack that is going on and that we do need to be more hands-on Yurima you mentioned earlier about um, parents being involved in that they can't say that they're too busy and I totally agree if you feel like you don't have the time to sort of parent then you shouldn't have children you know you should wait until you have the time to dedicate whether it's homeschooling or just being able to raise your child and not necessarily using um devices and um social media or media in general to sort of uh occupy your child while you do other things and that's one of the things that i do observe parents do at times you know they don't necessarily want to deal with their kids um even when COVID happened and they were forced to homeschool or have you know whatever they call remote learning there are a lot of parents was just kind of like oh you know schools have to open back up that they were like kind of overwhelmed with the whole idea of being around their kids all the time but it's kind of like you know, this is what you kind of signed up for when you decide to have a child. It's not that you have, right. thing, you know, you don't have just this thing that's just there that you, you get to dress up or whatever. It's like it's a human that you're raising. And so it takes a lot of um, effort and a lot of attention and awareness. And so those are some of the things that I just wanted to mention. But thank you. Thank you, Empress. I, I appreciate yeah, that. I can just and I, I, just real, real quick, um, if I could um, cut in. Um the number of suicides that went up amongst black children um, had it, 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 it's, it's a quiet secret right now, but those numbers are going up and we have to be cognizant of that as well. Um, it was very disturbing last year to watch parents literally, particularly our uh, Aboriginal parents wanting to rush their children back to school. Um, like, like you said, what did you sign up for? This is kind of what you signed up for. And I think what parents are going to have to start doing, whether they're married or not, is they're going to have to go into this with a plan. Like there has to be a plan as opposed to just laying down, sleeping. And now here's a baby. No, you got to go into this with a plan. Like we're going to have to work in shifts here. To make sure that we watch to, to save this child, we're going to have to work shifts. That's just how this is going to have to work. So, um, Melrose, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Thank you so much. Um, three things. Um, 
Empress Namina mentioned how, or one of the sisters, it might have been Tareen, that mentioned how there's a lot of the children that are wearing the Fashion Nova clothes and the sexually, you know, provocative poses. And one of the things I think a lot of mothers and fathers, parents are just not remembering is that even if we don't have your address, someone doesn't have your address, they don't have your phone number, just the sheer amount of energy that people can just put on your children just through their eyes. You know what I mean? Like the evil eye is a real thing. That is why in a lot of, um, particularly I'll highlight African cultures, you won't see mothers putting their children out there. They won't even announce that they're pregnant because they want to protect, you know, what is close to them. Um, and I think just a lot of these parents are forgetting that, like you're literally parading your children. And then also, um, my last comment, Brother Yurima, is I love the path that you were on earlier talking about just um, the birthing and all of that. And I had sent a couple of articles to family to Brother Yurima about birthing people. I think he might have been ready to touch upon that. But they are now um, just, you know, steering away from calling mothers the birth givers to birthing people so that it, it will encompass um, transsexual, transgender men uh, being able to, you know, once they're able to give birth, which they're already able to, um, they'll just start calling everyone birthing people. And about 10 years from now, I mean, that's what will be called. And then I, my very last comment is to Brother Urema's point about suicide. Um, rates going up. August happens to be the highest month of suicides amongst black children in the foster care system. Hmm. And so I'm not sure why that is, but that happens to be the highest month. So um, it is kept on the low low, like Yurima is saying. Um, but yeah, definitely. So thank you so much. Yeah, they, um, the, the birthing that you mentioned, uh, so just a couple of articles, uh, progressives rebrand moms as birthing people. What, what, rebrand moms as birthing people. Like, like when, when I hear things like this, this is too much power for a group. They're just gonna, they're just gonna come out exactly. with names and, 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 and we're just gonna, we're, we're just gonna follow suit now. We're just gonna pick up the language and the lingo and the verbiage and, uh, and so they're, they're throwing things into the lexicon because they're the grammarians. You see what I'm saying? They're yeah. the ones who come up with these words and stuff like that. So it's very, Right, right. They, they, yeah. They have their, they, they have their meetings. They have their, 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 their get-togethers and comes up. Uh, so, progressive rebrand moms is birthing people. Um, another article: man give man gives birth to his child. My pregnant husband. Um, the left mock for pushing woke term birthing people. Um, Democrats wish women a happy birthing person's day. I mean, just the, how they're pushing agendas and how you can see it start to unfold and people just automatically tap in like and don't even know what they're tapping into. They, they don't even know what they're signing up for. They just start taking on the the the, the verbiage themselves. What is it? What the fuck is a birthing person? I mean, what what what, what, what does that really mean? Like. Yorima, you know how dangerous this is? Because they showed you this from the 90s when they had Arnold Schwarzenegger and, what is it, um, Danny DeVito? 
And they had, um, I forgot what was the name of the movie. I remember when I was a kid. And me just watching that movie, as soon as I oh, seen no, the article. Like Daddy Daycare or something like that? No, not Daddy Daycare. He actually became pregnant. Arnold Schwarzenegger became pregnant. You see what I'm saying? In the movie. I forgot what it was about. But that movie was so crazy because I was like, how? And that's not anatomy possible for a man. You know what I'm saying? So it just so pointed me out as, as the twins. That was the name of the movie. Exactly. So that was a trip back then that they're showing you the social proper, the, the social programming and the social engineering that they do with the media and different things, especially like how they're so nefarious with these apps and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when you go on the YouTube kids and stuff like that, because I, I remember, not to, not to be long with it, I remember probably six years ago, Somebody sent me a video from YouTube of Shrek, right? It was a Shrek video on YouTube, but it was a it was a pedophilic Shrek video that was on YouTube. And I remember I sent that video probably to a hundred people, and I flagged it myself and like, yo, we gotta take this off the internet. You see what I'm saying? I sent the red pill, blue pill. I'm like, yo, we gotta get this down. The video is still on YouTube. You see what I'm saying? I haven't checked with him probably like the last couple years, like yeah, a year or so. But when I checked two years ago, the video was still there. You see what I'm saying? And this lets you know that they don't really have no cares for what the kids are seeing because they're just putting it out there in different methods and different, you know, ways for them. So they've been pushing this in our in, in, in our in the back of our minds to be susceptible for it whenever it comes. We just accept it. You see what I'm saying? Because that's how programming works, anyways. Well, I think question we have to. For you, Dre, I, and question for everyone on the stage. If, People can identify as being whatever, right? Can I identify as being vaccinated? Is that like a thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, why not? (laughs) Can I identify as being the president or, I I mean, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Facts. Like, I feel like the world that we live in, yeah. No, I said go ahead, Amir. Oh, okay. But um, as far as what you were saying about the Shrek video, that's very true because they have a term that they use for it. It's called Elsagate. And I guess Elsagate is like a whole bunch of YouTube videos that's meant to groom children sexually, like very like um inexplicitly. So, yeah, that's a real thing. And um, also what I wanted to talk about was is the fact that, like you guys were saying, they're taking away the term mother. And it's now saying birth giving person. This dilemma, like this removing of the divine feminine, <clears throat> has been happening for a long time. Since, like we said, the ancient Greeks and Romans. They've been trying to remove the feminine from the picture and, you know, um reduce her for a long time. Like even with Christianity, we have the Holy Trinity, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Most people don't know that the Holy Spirit replaced the Divine Mother. At first it was the Father, the Divine Mother, and the Son, but they replaced it with a Holy Spirit. So the removal of women and gay men or whatever group is controlling this narrative, they've been trying to remove women, and specifically black women, for a long time. Like in religion, in public and private sector. Yeah, the, the, I, I guess the thing is, I guess the thing for me is, is um, it, it's kind of like, and, and I think all, I think, I think we're all prone to this. Um, the fact is, is that you'll do what a person allows. I mean, I, I have a, I, I know a person that, that I know a person that, that 
people just kind of walk all over her. Her friends, they just kind of walk on her like a doormat. And, and you know, it, it, they, she's got some friends who are a little bit nicer. They're a little bit kinder, but they'll take advantage of her as well. And it's kind of like, you know, the, the human component says that if you're going to fucking allow it, people are going to do it. Like, I'm not use I'm not I'm not going to use the birthing term. Why? Because why would I do anything that they say? I'm not surprised with the agenda that they're pushing. When have white folks ever gave a fuck about black children? When when have when have they given a fuck about their own children? But but really, when have they cared about our children? It's our duty to care about our children. It's not our duty to for another group. And I think that that's where we get caught up in the matrix of. um, And I think that that really is born out of the out of the out of the whole religious religious ideology concept uh, that love is love and we should love everybody. No, we're dealing with fucking hybrids and aliens down on this plane of things, babe, manifest. And we have to come to recognize that we are not the same. I got a video on my app where the brother Ali is breaking it down, the DNA structure. It's not we are not the same as whites. We are not the same as Asians. Our DNA structure is different. So to sit here and try to get on this love is love kick and we should care, that is keeping us in a state of bondage. Because every because them white groups, they care about their children. They're they're going to the PTA meetings. They're making sure, yo, when they started pulling that 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 uh, 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 shit out in California, white parents were pulling their children out of school like ASAP, like the next day. When they was having the damn transgender, uh, 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 this is how I, I played the video. I think about what about a month ago, where you had the two young girls. Out at the club, they had to be, what, 10, 11 years old doing like a runway thing with a drag queen at this club. And people was giving them money and the drag queen was showing them how to yeah, put it man, in their man. bra and all of that. Are you serious, Yurima? Yeah, I'm dead and serious. I showed that. Yeah. I showed that video. Yeah. Those were white children and those were white people. In that club. And the drag queen is a known escort, by the way. It's known to be a sex worker. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. I so, wouldn't be surprised, but it's just crazy that you said that. Wow. No, I, I, I actually played the video. I played, as a matter of fact, I played it twice. And it was a sister. It was a sister that actually was timing. It, like, like, she's the one who actually did the video and was like, yo, you see what time it is? First of all, what are these children even doing up in here, first and foremost? But that so so we have to start wor- caring about our children, because if they'll do that with their own children, you know what they'll do with our children. And we have to be honest actually, about that. They, you know? they did a news article on the same sister you're talking about. And the guy who was on the the, 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 the the guy that they chose for that segment was 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 a homosexual guy and they came for her like she was the bad guy and the gay club was the victim. So you see how they turned good to bad and bad to good? Yeah. They made it like she was intolerant when they had these little children on a, at at an, a at a bar. <laughs> it, let's call it what it is. It was a bar serving alcohol at night. Yeah. Doing a runway show in little dresses and people was throwing money and they was picking the money up off the floor. And they had the nerve in the news segment to say she's so intolerant. I mean, 
mean, what's wrong with having children at, and they called the name, the name of the, the club is like Something Bar. So it's like, what, it, uh, it, he's intolerant of the Something Bar. And it's like, and, 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 the, and the comments was like, wait a minute, did they just really try to villainize her for calling people out at having children after dark at a bar? Right. But Dwayne, Yurima, right. everybody that's in the Mastermind Alliance right now, what happened the last year that the, the, the key words that they've been keep using normalize you're trying to reset normalize and you know re 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 recondition the minds and stuff like that if you don't see it left right left is right up is down now you know what i'm saying black is blue it's like they're switching the whole paradigm of everything the way that we actually learn things now we have to unlearn it again even more for the system that they're bringing in for our kids them because they're bringing this digital era you know what I'm saying? Where money, where it's not even the paper money that we used to have anymore. Now it's a, now it's a money that you can't even see. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's a whole resetting of everything. So like people just need to stay aware. Like the mastermind alliance that we're in here right now, we're making movements towards making soluble solutions. Because at the end of the day, it's too much browbeating and too much talking. Yeah, I want, I want to, uh, I want, want to make sure. Um, so real quick, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, uh, Dre. And then I'm, we need to get to Butterfly and Kareem, but I'm glad you mentioned the Mastermind Alliance and, and, and things that we're doing. So we do actually have a meeting, um, this coming Saturday. Um, we, and so for the people in the room that might be new or something, uh, we actually, I'm a proponent of taking things out of social media. Um, I think that this is another psyops to keep us lazy. Uh, people actually think that, uh, they actually have the audacity and the nerve to think that, uh, just posting memes is going to, uh, change our condition as a group of people. Uh, it can, now memes can be awakening, but, uh, memes aren't going to go buy land. They aren't going to build, build communities. They aren't going to feed families. Uh, but it's a lazy way again for people to do things and really feel like they're doing something, which is actually nothing. Uh, you can sit on your couch and ask, absolutely do nothing, eat popcorn or eat some, some BS and post some memes and, and think that you've made your contribution to society. So what we've done is we've said, no, we're taking this outside of social media. We actually meet. So this will be our third meeting. We're going to be meeting this, uh, coming Saturday in uh, Great Falls Park um, in Virginia, Great Falls Park, Virginia. And uh, if for those that would like to come out, you're more than welcome. It's I think it's 9200 Dominion uh, Drive in McLean, Virginia. So we're going to meet there Saturday at 12 noon. That's just some of the things that we do um to take this out of social media so that we can connect with our tribe uh empress butterfly you're up okay well first of all that's what's up because i live in virginia so that's really cool that y'all meet up oh okay awesome i'm gonna have to come through one time i can't come this week though but um so a couple of things um I just wanted to respond to a couple of things everyone said. Um, so, Dre, two things you said, I was like, yeah, that's definitely true. You know, it just made me think of, you know, the scripture says that in the last days, you know, wrong will be right and right will be wrong, which is exactly what you just said. And also it says that we have to constantly renew our mind, which is exactly what you just said, too, that they're trying to change the way we think. They're trying to change what we accept. They're trying to change our views. And, you know, we just have to stay stand strong in our beliefs you know like the saying says if you don't stand for something you'll fall for
for anything. I don't know if I said that right, but that is correct. But I mean, that's how people are now. People have nothing to stand on. They have no morals to stand on. They have, you know, so people just go with the flow of it. But, um, you know, I agree with everything for the most part that everyone was saying. And it's just crazy how um, actually right before the pandemic, it was January 2020. I was led, I believe by God, <laughs> to take my kids out of school. And it was just so crazy because I just wow. took them out in January. Huh? Not saying, wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was, I mean, to me, it was a total God thing because it was January 2020. And like, you know, people have to say, like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why are you taking your kids out of these good schools? Next thing you know, two months later, all the schools were shut down. I was like, wow, you know. So, but anyway, my point is, since I've had them home, you know, I've seen a really, really big difference in them. And I'm like, you know, it's just amazing. You don't realize how much, you know, they're being indoctrinated and stuff. But like when you just take a step back and slow your life down and spend more time with your kids, you know, I feel like the quarantine thing was a blessing in disguise. Like if people who just accept it and slow down and spend more time with their kids you know everyone's so hyped to get back to regular life no we don't need to get back to regular life we need to accept this slower pace of life and spending more time with our family and pouring into our kids but um the last thing I'm going to say is, Dre, what you were saying about um, that movie Twins, you know, it also reminded me, remember there was that episode of the Cosby when all the men had babies, too. Do y'all remember? Yo, that? yes. Yep, yep. Dang, favorite, as soon as you said, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, so a couple, it's a couple of them that they had programming for us. Yeah, yeah, they've been programming us. We just wasn't catching it then. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Wow. That's all I had to say. And thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that, Empress. Let, let's get to Kareem real quick, uh, uh, Wealth. Then we'll come back to you. Peace, brother Kareem. What's going on, my Peace, peace, God. Peace to, the, uh, peace to God and Erson here, man. Uh, beautiful build. Glad I got to pop in for a little bit. Um, glad we're having this conversation. Glad we're having this conversation because this is where it all, this is where it all begins. And ultimately, this is where it all ends. You know, uh, those children grow up into the adults and the cycle starts over. Mm. So, you know, we, we, we got to be clear about starting that reset. We got to have our own reset. Of, are we going to just, you know, hit the power button and, and, and then turn it back on the way we want to turn it back on? Um, and, and as was just said by Butterfly, you know, this is and, you know, we've been saying this in the room for a while. But, yeah, thank God that we're alive right now. Thank God that we're getting to take part to be this next set of, you know, indigenous, you know, folks that are here, black people, whatever you call yourself, however you identify in regards to your connection to our beginnings here on this planet as a, as the original people, that it is time for us to really recognize and say enough is enough. Enough is enough. And that, that saying and owning that starts in your home with those little ones that God may have already blessed some of you all with, that you got to say, wait a second, you know, I, I tell this, say this all the time, they are our most valuable resource. Our children are our most valuable resource. And we keep letting these white folks come and take help. Some of us are giving away our most valuable resource mm. and not even realizing it. We give the shit away. And as our children, we hand them over 
Some of us hand them over at the age of three. There's three for all and pre-kindergarten and kindergarten, you know, and, and then here you go. And, and here's the shit that they're telling you, that they got to get your kids earlier so that they can help them achieve more when they are achieving less. So now you got my gift for a couple more years, and we still got this same quote-unquote achievement gap because it's all bullshit. It's just another, you know, you know, ploy to get your kids into their hands earlier to condition them with the bullshit. So, you know, as Butterfly said, and this uh, this was happening before the pandemic, and part of the stuff that we're seeing now, I would, some of our parents are waking up. Everybody in here that's a parent, that got a niece, a nephew, that got, you know, a godchild, whatever the hell you, they, all of us know some children and know the parents of those children. And we got to be ha- begin to have those comments and, and be clear with them, you know. And, and we won't get to everybody. Everybody won't wake up, and that's okay. At least you know you did your part and said what had to be said. But enough is enough. You know, we can educate our own children. You know, when we were doing that ourselves, our achievement rate was higher. Our, our we don't call it graduation rate. The things that we were, look, look, we're about to celebrate 100 years of Black Wall Street. The reason there was a black boy because we were educating ourselves. Nobody ever talks about that. The reason that they were Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Rosewood, and you go, all these things, because we were educating ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Our our people went from slaves to being the most educated people in this country because we educated ourselves. And and you don't even need in in a one-room schoolhouse outside behind the damn tree. In, you know, reading, writing. So we don't need all this fancy shit that they convinced us that we need more money for the school, that we need this or we need that. All our children need is for us to sit down and teach them something. And we got to decide what that is and we got to move on that and, and that's just what it is. Thank you for your time. Um, Yurima, um, yeah. can I add something? Because while we come and speaking here and everything, something just came to me. For what it is that, you know, because the word lazy hits me hard when they talk about our people. Because our people is not goddamn lazy. Like, we need to stop even semi-quoting that, whatever it is. There's no such thing as lazy. We built this. We built everything that we see here. You see what I'm saying? So there's no such thing as lazy. What it is is the inspiration. We need to be inspired as a people spiritually, physically, and mentally. You see what I'm saying? Inspired to wake up. And that's the thing. The inspiration will come from people like us in this this room right here. You know what I'm saying? The Mastermind Alliance. Because it's the people like us and the other people that are not even in this room right here that are out there doing things to inspire others to do greater. You see what I'm saying? To be at, be greater. That's the thing. There's nobody... It's... it's it's a lack of people really trying to inspire people in the way that they're supposed to be inspired. Because the youth, that's what they look for. Inspiration. That's all they look for. It's, oh, man, that's what I want to do. You see, that's what you want when you was a kid. Even sometimes to, this, to the things when, you, when, when we go on social media. Because social media is just nothing to look and live your life vicariously through these other people. You see what I'm saying? Like, wow, look at what they're doing. And, uh, uh, this could be you too. But how could it be you? And in this, in the mindset of what are you gonna be in that? You see what I'm saying? Because are you gonna be that in the white supremacist 
prim- in the white supremacist way, or are you going to be in the way that we're supposed to be noble and upright, living as a real human? You see what I'm saying? So I just think it's just the inspiration and being in this room every time I come around my brothers and my sisters, I'm always inspired. So let me speak on that. Wait, done. It's, 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 the, it's the warming of the spirit that makes you know that something is awakening because it's already been awake. But what happens with the sleeping lions? They're out there still. You see what I'm saying? And eventually they will wake up. But the thing is for us just to keep moving progressively towards one goal and one common reason. Like the brother says, a hundred years since Black Wall Street. And it's been a hundred years since what? The N, not the NAACP, but what Marcus Garvey had instituted for us. You see what I'm saying? UNIA. So it's like we, we got these things that's already been here. And look, the wheel has never been broken. We just need to pick that shit up back and start cycling and move. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying on on that, Dre. And and make no mistake about it. I, I get I get inspiration, but I'm a realist. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a realist. I see shit for what it is, not for what I would like it to be. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that he, even Dr. King said it. The majority of the people, the majority of our people, are going to benefit off the work of the minority, off the work of the few. And that's just how it is throughout history. The majority of our people are going to benefit off the work of the few. Um, There's people out here. They're not going to do a goddamn thing. There's three types of people in the world. I live by that premise. Those who know what's going on, those who think they know what's going on, and those who don't have a goddamn clue as to what's going on. There's people out here. There's also there's also three other people. Those who do. Those who watch those who do. And those who ain't never going to do nothing. And, and, and even when we talk about even when we talk about even when we talk about. See, I no longer I, I got out of that philosophy years ago. And it, and it took me it took me a, it took me it took me a while to figure that to, to realize I was beating a dead horse. And it took me a while to realize that those brothers and sisters who came before me. Why are we talking about the same goddamn issues in 2021 that they were talking about in 1921? Because because and why does Dr. Claude Anderson say that we haven't moved one iota? Because 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 at the end of the day, family, is that we have to come to the realization that all of these Negroes are not going to get it. They're just not. And this is what we're seeing right now is the purging. And it's necessary. It's necessary because you have to purge to get rid of the dead weight. There's people that are holding us down. And we have to be we have to be honest about that. The reason we have our land project like we do, our organization, the Unity Walk, goes into black communities around this country. And one thing I realized into going into those communities, it's a great thing. It's not anything that we're going to stop. We're going to continue doing that. But if we want to live in drama, trauma free communities, We have to build our own. We're going to have to create our own. And they can't be created in those spaces that we are currently going into now because the mindset is not there. Have you seen the videos from 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 Miami this week? Man, they they, they wasn't thinking about no goddamn revolution. Even right now in Miami is going on. They're not thinking about revolution. They're not thinking about change. That's the mentality that's holding us back right there. 
And we don't have time for that. And so, so people do, people do, I, I, I totally agree, family, people do need to be inspired. But there's groups of people, they're not going to do anything to move the goalposts forward. They're not going to do anything to move the ball forward. They're just not. And we have to recognize that and keep it moving. See, the, re- the, 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 the growth comes in recognizing that, nigga, I'm not going to let you get me killed because you're not moving. And I'm not going to stand here and wait on you either to move. I'm moving. Catch me. Get on my level. But sitting back waiting, the, the ones who need the inspiration, I, I'll agree with Kareem, is the, is the babies. Inspire them. I'm uh, sp- inspiring adults at this point because adults know too goddamn much. They just do. They know everything except how to break the shackles of the system of white racism. I mean, and, 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 and we just got to call that shit what it is, I, I, you know, and not to demoralize, not, not to take the air out of the room and make people feel like, oh, man. But that's the reality. I'm looking outside my front door. This ain't something that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of. I'm looking outside my front door every day. I'm seeing it. I'm up in it. I, I I move throughout this cipher and it's like to be able to move in and out of the matrix, to be able to change planes at will and to see things. We got work to do and some of us are going to carry a heavier load than others. That's just the way it's going to be. And we are we have to be built for that shit because waiting on our people to catch up. No, let's go build a civilization. And then once the civilization is built, this is the blueprint that we've created. In order to even get in here, you have to follow this blueprint. It's already been established. We built it. Build it, they will come. But the majority of them, they ain't going to fucking help us build that shit. That's the problem. Butterfly, you wanted to cut in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I could kind of tie. I wanted to kind of tie in something Dre and Kareem said, and I could even tie that into everything you just said. So the whole thing about inspiration and the whole thing about um, Kareem had touched on how they want to get our kids earlier and earlier. And it's just so crazy how you could fall into that trap because I definitely at one point have fell into that trap because, you know, you're so focused on working and stuff. You're like, okay, good. Well, when he turned three, I could put him in this head start and then I could focus on work. And, you know, I definitely have fell into that trap. And um, my kids have been in school for seven years and my youngest one, my first three are girls. And then when I had my, my, my son go to school at the age of three, that's when it got real. That's when it got real because I ain't like how they was treating my black boy Joy. And I'm like, my child is three. He's adorable. And look at how y'all treating him. How you gonna treat him when he big and black, you know? So honestly, that was the last straw that ended up leading me taking them out of school. And it's so crazy from when I took him out to now to see the growth in him. Because they was just trying to put him in this box and it goes back to what Dre was saying about the inspiration um because you know basically what I've learned is my child is musical he's very musical and he's a numbers like he's a very sharp with numbers 
And okay, that's it. Music and numbers. That's his thing. That's going to be his strength. And, you know, they try to put them in this box where you got to be good at all these things. You don't got to be good at all these things. You know what I mean? God has gifted each child with different talents and stuff. And um, what I was, the basic point is that the school system, it thwarts your creativity because they put you in a box and it kills your creativity because I even seen it all of my kids even my older ones from when they was in school to when they was now that they're out they are very creative and I'm able to see like their gifts and talents and thrive and their passion but the schools is all about tests and scores and they're all stressed out and it just kills their creativity at a young age so to me that goes with inspiration too Dre it's like they're not inspired because they're stressed out they're tired they're testing they're you know what I mean they're not pursuing their passions whatever it is music or art or whatever they're passionate and talented about they don't even have time to do it because they in school eight hours a day, you know. So that that that's what I really learned from having my kids in the system to out is that you know their talents and gifts and abilities and creativity thrive when you take them out, and they're they're just able to thrive more. That's that's what I've seen in my children. Hmm. Yeah, the, the school systems they it sort of stifles individualism and it wants to basically. Um, sort of push kids into just answering orders kind of like prison or like you know the corporate that's stuff. what it is you oh, know man. that's what it is it basically is trying to train them stay in line you know don't ask questions or don't talk all this other stuff just training kids to sort of um shrink themselves and and just follow orders and so any any child that has a bright light that you know is a is creative or you know expressive those types of children are always like chastised or punished in, in the school system because they just want you to just follow orders and then the interesting thing about it as well is like human beings are the only uh, species or animals that send their kids away to learn you know every other animal every other being their kids learn from their parents they learn from you know their tribe they don't send them away to Facts. learn how to do you know uh, what they are so Facts. it's like we, we've gotten so far away from you know who we are and what we're supposed to be doing but i'm happy mm -hmm. it's coming back full circle Mm. Absolutely. I just want to jump in real quick. Sis, um, Butterfly and, and uh, the sister that just spoke, uh, I don't want to mess your name up. Bolanelli. Um, Bolanelli. Um, yeah. I, I will tell you that both of you touched on just just it, it brilliant points. Uh, me and my wife, we've been homeschooling our kids for about five and a half years, and I, I identify a lot with um, Butterfly's story because my oldest, he's he's sixteen now. Um, they were he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. The way that his brain works, it, it's 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 so different. Like the, his his problem solving skills, the way that he can conceptualize uh, large problems in his mind and work through it, he, he's absolutely brilliant. And and me and my wife knew that. And they the older he got, the more they targeted him targeted him in this school system to the point where he was about to break. I'm talking about we had to take my ten year old. Uh, he was nine at the time to to to, to therapy. To start working through what the hell was going on with him because he started shutting down, right? And mm -hmm. and come to find out, it was constant 
constant attacks by the teachers, the teachers uh, encouraging the students. The system is designed to break brilliant young black men. And 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 don't talk about. Uh, you wonder why we don't see no more Malcolm X's and, 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 and freedom fighter type men. That's because those men are broken in, in school at an early age. The minute that you realize the system, you start questioning the teacher about something they did and it's not wrong. Now, now you disrupted in class and you get punished and you get pushed down and you, oh, you get kicked out of school. Basically. basically exactly. Exactly. And, and, and see, this is, this is, this is done on purpose to squash that brilliance before it can blossom. Right. And, and I want to, I want to make one point, right? There's always a psyop going on and there's a difference between homeschooling and remote learning and i think they 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 they, they want to blur the lines because most people do not understand what homeschooling is so you got to understand that remote learning is your children still learning their curriculum under their education uh, under their educators in the same structure except at home homeschooling is you giving them the curriculum they do the basics Right. The base, the, you know, the, the, the STEM, you know, they do those things. But outside of that, like the social studies and stuff, I, we teach our children black history. You know, what I mean, melanated history, like the greatness of our people, not just from here in America, but all around the world. Right. So that they can understand how great we are as a people. And you can fit in the, the eight hours that it would take your child in a class of, I don't know, 15 to 30 kids all waiting on the slowest child to catch up. You can do what they, what it takes them eight hours to teach in a day. You can teach that to your kid. Actually, you could teach about three days of that in three hours at home because you're, you, they are, you're so focused. There's no distractions and they're getting it directly from you. And you know how your child communicates better than anyone. So, and they know how you communicate better than anyone. So you shrink down the amount of time that it would take to give them the same amount of information. And the, you know, the scary part about it is they say, well, well, what about socialization? You got to understand, do you really want your child socialized into a white supremacist culture? Think about it. Do you want them to get socialized? The reason why they lose their creativity is because anytime you institutionalize a person, you 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 squash that creative ability because now they have to be structured into somebody else's paradigm, right? So they lose their own individualism, right? So so take doing three hours a day of of of, of homeschooling, you can spend the next two hours outside with them, uh, uh, walking, going to the park, or or putting them in programs like like right now, my 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 sixteen year old and my thirteen year old. They're taking a marketing class, and yeah, me and my wife had to pay for this because this is a marketing class for adults, right? Business marketing. But they're learning this as teenagers, right? So this is this is what would be called advanced learning in regular school, but why can't we give our kids advanced learning? Because you got them in someone else's system that won't allow it. Right. So, you know, understand they're not the same homeschooling and remote learning are not the same things. And I know a lot of people that are considering homeschooling, they're, they're kind of hesitant because they think it's remote learning and it's two different animals altogether. But the way you see the craziest thing and what this is what I was meaning when I was saying inspire is the kids we need to inspire. 
Because once they get inspired, you will see so much come out of them. It's so amazing when Fact. you teach a child something, you see what I'm saying? Fact. And you see them light up. You see what I'm saying? Because it's a gift that keeps giving. When you give to a child or a gift to a young one, they will remember you forever. And as long as you keep honest and stay noble to that righteous cause, you're doing your serving. You're doing your bidding. You feel me? So that's all it was. I totally agree with that, uh, Dre. It's it, the, the seeds, once you inspire them, and they will listen, and they're very brilliant. Some of the most brilliant people I've worked with in life, the babies, because they think different. Their abstract way of thinking is different. Because they haven't been, they haven't been watered, they haven't been watered down and tainted so much. They don't have all the fears that we as adults have. They don't have, they haven't been, they haven't been cycled through this system so much. Yeah. So it's a more pure type of uh, interaction. And I absolutely learn from them. Absolutely. Yeah. Limitless. They're limitless. We teach them limitations when we tell them you can't do something. Yes. But children are limitless. They they can conceive anything and they can bring that thing into reality. A lot of times what holds us back is because we don't we those voices of people telling us we can't. When we come up with that inspiration, that voice pops into our head of that person that told you, no, you can't do that. And you don't even try. So it never realizes Children don't have that. So to them, it's limitless. And this is why, like, I forgot who said it. They want to push children into school at an earlier age now than ever before because they're losing a grip. See, that was one of their biggest tools. And, and they're they, they losing that grip on people, uh, especially our people. You know, they're losing that grip. Don't be, look, don't believe the hype. More of us are pulling our kids out of school, and it's not just happening yes. now. It's been happening yes. for six years. And they track the numbers. They're all about statistics. They track the numbers, and they know we're pulling our kids out of their schools. So I don't even think that this whole remote learning thing was an accident. That was designed to scare you into, oh, my God, I can't. No, I got no, I can't deal with this because they, they made it look so difficult that you won't even try. Right, but that's that's not what it is. Uh, and Dwayne, thank you for sharing. It's so inspiring to hear from someone that's been homeschooling for a lot longer than me, and to hear you know what your kids are doing. That's you know that's very inspirational. So you're you're definitely inspiring me. But I totally agree about the whole um, whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called virtual learning or whatever. Because that's all I am. Yeah, remote learning. That's all I hear people complaining about. And I forgot the school year was still going on. Somebody was complaining about it. I was like, y'all still doing that? <laughs> like, oh, you know, I mean, people are so frustrated and stressed out. And the thing about with homeschooling, there's a thing, there's actually a movement called unschooling. And they say, you know, when you start homeschooling, you actually should unschool first because you will find yourself trying to structure homeschool like regular school. And it's like, it's almost like you have to detox and just get that whole system out of your mind and just start over so i would just encourage anyone that's going to do it to look up unschooling and it's almost like you just got to take a break from the whole thing and just start over and don't try to make homeschool look like school 
Great, yeah, great, I, great. yeah, I will say I've, yeah. I've, I've 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 had the opportunity, the great opportunity to um to meet Wealth's uh, seeds. They're all brilliant. <laughs> They're it's amazing. They're all brilliant. Wealth, you've done an excellent, That's absolutely ab- excellent up. job. But you, Wealth, you said something that um it really it really. You said something that really hit home and I'll never forget it. It's one of those things that, you know, you'll say and you you say a lot of great things. uh, Don't get me wrong, but certain things will kind of stick. Um, You said that you and your wife came off the plantation when you when you got into business mode to start your own thing. And then you realize, wait a minute, I got to get my kids off the plantation because if if her and I are off the plantation, they got to be off the plantation, too. And you pulled them. And like I said, you say a lot of brilliant things, brother, but that was one of the most brilliant that really stuck with me. Because when we start to get that mentality, that's when you'll see real change. Like I'm on the plantation. I have to free myself. Now I got to free my children, too. That's the inspiration I'm talking about right there, my brother. That's inspiring me right there. Yes. Everybody about it. Yes. That is facts. That's exact. Like I, I, I left the plantation first, and then I took my kids out the plantation, and now we're working on getting my husband. He's the last one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that that that's it. That's it. Thank you, Yurima. Thank you for that compliment. And I just look, I got to balance that out. I can't take all credit for that. I can't even take most credit for that. My queen. My wife, she she handles the majority, I'd say about 80% of the homeschooling because the mother is the first teacher. We know it. So, so she, handles, she handles about 80% of the homeschooling, right? And she does a magnificent job at it, right? So, I mean, just, just I'm, I'm in awe. I learned, I learned how to, how to participate in, in the homeschooling experience um, <laughs> by watching her. Okay, right. so so because because I, I I had it all wrong in my head, but I knew we had to do it. I just didn't know how we was gonna execute, and and she that's where she came in, and the execution on her part was brilliant. There are also things out there. Don't feel you gotta do it alone. All right, they're right. homeschool networks. They're home, so you can just Google it. You can look it up on any social media. You know, they're home, homeschool networks with with. Probably hundreds of thousands of parents like us that are homeschooling or considering homeschooling. And what you do is you network with other parents that are homeschooling. Sometimes they do it in person. So let's say, let's say today we homeschool the kids and you drop your kids off over here. My wife is homeschooling this morning. And then the next morning, another teacher, another, another parent is covering another topic. Then you drop the kids off over there and then they take that topic and, and they walk through that experience with them. So that way there, there's networks and then you get together and you do field trips together. Like the group of the, like all of the parents that homeschool, you know, they'll, they'll get together or maybe one of a few of the parents and they'll take all the kids on a field trip. You know what I mean? So there's ways to cooperate and get this done so that you don't feel too overwhelmed or that you got to figure it out by yourself. Salute your brother, Dwayne. Well, I've been thinking about that before and it's funny the way you formulated it and said it and articulated the way I thought it, brother. Yo, that needs to be done. It has to be done again more and, you're, you're 
formulate some kind of homeschooling thing or whatever the word, the verbiage is for it, you know what I'm saying? Amongst the people them here that, that would probably even be inclined to learn about homeschooling, like you say, create a network right there in itself. Well, what we're doing, brother, with our organization, the Unity Walk, and and well, th- thank, thanks for sharing that, brother. This is why we say, <laughs> this is why we have no problem saying the black woman is God, because uh, when she's in her higher self, uh, there's nothing that can't be accomplished. We know that a nation can rise no higher than its black woman. So, um, but our organization, uh, Dre, the Unity Walk, we actually do some online. We're 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 pro- we're slowly moving forward because we want to perfect it. But we're already doing some online classes just for our members and their children, um, or I should say, our members and our children because uh, their children are our children. And so uh, because we just recognize, yeah, we, we just recognize the importance of 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 doing this. And guess what? There's no my, my premise is, is that we will look at other groups um, because we can always learn. We're learning from the cradle to the grave. But at the end of the day, I think like this uh, before this European system was in existence. How were how were we teaching our children? Let's go. You know, I mean, I mean, and it's that simple to me. You're not, they're not going to outthink me. No. They're not going to outthink me unless I allow them to. And so the reason they're not going to outthink me is because I'm going to be smart enough to put myself around the best thinkers. I know I got a pretty good mind, but I know that there's plenty of tools out there that are in the toolbox that are much more sharper than I am. And those are the ones I'm going to surround myself around. And we're going to make some phenomenal shit happen. But I'll be damned in 2021 if I let Europeans continue to outthink me. Nah. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's how that's how I'm going at the game. Like, you're not going to outthink me. So anything that they've done, we always know that we can do it better. That's just, it, it, it's been like that. Even the designer shit that people go out here, the Gucci and all of that, that they want to spend two twenty five hundred five thousand. Half the time, if they really did the research, they would find that somebody black is the one who made it. They got somebody behind the scenes who's making that shit for you. And and so anything, any, any, any system that they have set up, we can set up a more, a much more better system. And we're going to do it better because we don't think like them. We don't think like them. We use both sides of the brain, man. And so, um, so yeah, but, but you're absolutely right. And that's, that's part of the inspiration, Dre. (laughs) <laughs> that's part of it that your enemy I love gives it, you brother. I love it yeah um anybody else want to add yes um Terrain. I wanted to um okay because uh, the emperor she left the room Melrose she had mentioned something earlier about the children being um exploited um on social media and just with everything that's just been said tonight, like, me personally, I don't have not one picture. I have two daughters, a 15-year-old and a 10-year-old. I don't have neither one of them, not one picture of them on social media, not one. Mm. Just for that, for everything that's been talked about tonight, mm. we're so... We really have to, if we want to change and we want to make a difference, we want to find solutions, we have to come out 
from amongst the things that just aren't right. Period. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's not worth it. Like who who cares that another person is worried or not? Like if they see your children or you know what I mean? Like whatever. We used to just text each other and send a picture personally to whoever we want to share it to. Now we'll be put out. The whole world gets it. And we have all these pedophiles and, 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 you know, all types of stuff is going on. It's dangerous out here. It's, it's not a game. It's not a joke. It's really not. Like, we really can't be so attached to, like, worldly things. Mm. Like, we just can't. Like, we have to create our own. Like, we are creators. Like, we can project whatever we want to project. We don't have to go along with what everybody else go along with. We don't. And it's like, if, if, if we have to work in this matrix, make sure that your mind is strong enough to really work through this matrix. Mm. So I'm going to tell you something about me. You know, because I know the war that we're in, you know, I'm a, I'm trying to be as, as, a, as independent as I can as a mother. You know, I'm a singer, songwriter. I'm a licensed insurance agent. But for the most part, I want liberation for my people. I want freedom. I want us to be able to get up off of this this wicked plane, this hell. We need to ascend to the next level. In order for us to do that, we have to come together. We do. Mm. And we have to stop playing around. It's, it's, it's really not a game. Like, it's not. Like, like, if you, you know, if you're here, you're here for a reason. You know, build on that. Please build on it and keep going. Don't look back because it's really not worth it. It's not time for the goofy stuff anymore. Like, let's be serious. Let's get real. Because it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's really not, it's not a game out here. We, we need to stay prayed up, meditate, whatever you do. But we have to stay strong for our children, the future. That's what the subject is about. The brainwashing of our children. We have to protect him. Protect them the best way that we can. And like I said, me as being like whatever it is that you do in this world, like I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. Like yes, I understand all the frequencies that's going on, all the all the not saying all the agendas, but I get the point that there's an attack on our people. So I do the best that I can do to still raise our vibration. So if you ever go on my page and you see whatever that I do, just know I'm in the matrix and I'm working. Just make sure you're paying attention and just cling on to the spirit because the spirit of our ancestors is definitely running through our, our blood and our veins. And that's a fact. Yeah, so hold on to that. Yeah. And pay attention. Y'all came to this room for a reason. This is Brother Yurema Karama. King Yurema Karama, he's saying something. I'm, I'm so, I'm so grateful for this conversation because it's needed, you know. And and whoever is even interested in and in being a part of of this organization, like um, like he mentioned earlier, there's a unity walk coming up, uh, July 22nd through the 25th. Tune in, please. Tune in. Tune in. And please you know, donate too. Yes, please, please donate. donate. Yes. It's a lot of things that we're doing. You know, we, we got to change things up, change the perception. Let's not get caught up. Like, we it. We the shit. 
Like, forget the system. Facts. We can create our own, but like, for real, for real. Say that. <laughs> we all creating our own, like the brother Yurima said. Exactly. Yurima got stuff going on over there. Each, um, brother Kareem got something going on. Each and every one of us got something going on in the little pockets that we are. But the ones them that got something bigger, we got to add to what they're doing. You see what I'm saying? And if you right. cannot add monetarily, add physically, and if you cannot add physically, add spiritually, mentally, however you can to support your brothers and sisters. Because no man is an island, no man stand alone. Treat each man as your brother and treat his dreams as your own. Right. And number one, tap in. Tap into your God. Tap into the spirit. Because the spirit brought you here. So tap in. Because that's number one. Tap in. You got to tap into yourself. You, you got to deal with yourself with this one. People got to learn how to deal with themselves. Learn how to... Like, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. It's okay. Heal yourself from that shit. For real. It's, it's getting weak. Like, forget about that. It's, it's, it's not about that no more. It's about the bigger picture. Let's do better. Like, for real. And stop all the fake, corny stuff. Stop fronting. Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that corny, fake stuff. Like, it's so whack. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's horrible. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, like, people, we, we got to step up. Women, we got to step up. Men, we got to step up. Y'all got to step up. But for the women out there, like, we, we got to step up. These are our children. Like, for real. And, and, like, we don't need to be worried about nothing else but our children. The last thing we need to be worried about is keeping our children away from their fathers. That's number one. Please. Don't let nobody be up in here. That's that type. That's ready to put their man on some child support over some stuff that you got going on between him personally. Like, we not off that. Please. Mm. Please let that spirit go. Because this well, is some real stuff going on out here. We leaving our children with pedophiles, all types of stuff. That's why they're able to even create all this stuff. Because we not taking right. care of our business. Period. Tareen, I had a question. Yeah, um, oh, go ahead. So, Tareen, you were saying that um, we've got to do better. And so we, we grew up with the mentality of it takes a village, right? It takes a village. Every minority gets that right. It takes a village. Um, I've been hunting down, give me your child till he is seven years old, and I'll show you the man. They say Aristotle, they say Lenin, they say Stalin, blah, blah, blah. Only to find out the Jesuits Brotherhood came up with that. Give me a child till he is seven years old and I will show you the man. That is what 15th century? How profound is that? This has always been going on, right? Mm. And so when you were saying we gotta be careful with leaving our children with true story, on the wake up radio has been around for a while. I have people like reach out because we'll talk about like um you know sex trafficking or whatever and people like reach out. Uh, that's why I fuck YouTube because they always take the shit down, but they, but they could leave up the drag shit from Blue's Clues. Let it make sense. Um, <laughs> and I had a sister call me. She was in Harlem and she said to me, um, she said um oh something. Uh, she was explaining her life and she had three kids and fifty thousand baby daddies or whatever. And she was telling me how her her sister went to go buy some weed with her boyfriend. 
and left her seven-year-old son and her five-year-old daughter with some dude named Happy. And when they came back, their Happy was standing standing somewhere in the, in the hallway with his pants around his ankles and his penis out. Whoa! And I said, well, what, what, what happened? It's funny because I, I, we had a show with Erita Eugenia and it was explaining it to them, but it was like, what? And then I said, well, what did you do? And he said, um, well, you know, he left. He left. Well, that was no better chance to get somebody bodied and still get off, right? Um, yeah, I was about to say, nobody died that day? What the fuck? Nobody. And Fact. so Fact. I said, well, what are you guys going to do about it? And she said, well, my sister says she's really upset. I said, your sister's upset? Well, let me tell you what the five-year-old did. She went to school the next day because nobody said anything. And she told the teacher. Now, I'm hearing the story after they told the teacher because now the teacher's going to do what? Report it. And now what do these black folks do? Oh, how could she say it? Why would she repeat what happened? She's fucking five. A man put his penis in her mouth and that's all she could fucking talk about. And here's the thing. Wow. Wow. Here's the thing. The craziest shit my uncle said to me today was... He said something about, I'm not a bottle dumper, forgive me, I'm in the wrong room, right? He said, Sodom and Gomorrah, when they sent them to kill, they killed everyone, even the children. That's what we're living in. With all this trans shit and two mommies, two daddies, uh, binary, I don't even know what the fuck binary is, forgive me, I'm ignorant. (laughs) Okay? And so at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself... How can you, and I I know it's about the children. Give me your child till they are seven. What happens when now at three, because they got them going to school early at three, they don't even know how to pee-pee properly. What are they doing at school at three? I I kept my children until it was like first, second grade. I wanted to do everything with them, you know? And so at the end of the day, what I'm asking, what I wanted to say to Tareen as a, 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 a mother, how do you how do you see it? Do you wipe everyone out? Do you get what I'm saying? It's just certain, the children are brainwashed, but the parents don't help. Can you even bring somebody along that's willing to let things like this happen to their children? And this is the same person when she talked about her nine-year-old. She said to me, I don't like the way she's acting. Who? My daughter. She's nine. You make it sound like she's your fucking roommate. Like a fucking single black female or some shit like that. Like just the way people are talking about that shit. Like, do you even society, sis. Energy, society. that same energy? That same energy is repetitive. It's a recycled. It's listen, recycled trash. I don't mean it's not horrible. But go ahead. Queen, no, yes, no. I, I definitely understand your question. Um, for me, I really don't. Because I understand what's going on in the world around me, I don't play around. And I, I don't care about what other people think. That's number one. Because we have to under we have to stay in tune with the reality. You know, and the reality is there is a war against our people. There is an agenda against our people. They don't want us to ascend. So therefore all we, we can't care about the system like what I do me personally I 
communicate with my children. I make them aware of what's going on so they can look at the world like, what? You know? I, I am their teacher before they go to school, number one. And, and, and my daughters aren't involved in the public school system, so I do advise everyone to withdraw their children because, you know, the public system is just like, for one, it's overweighted, like, you know, overrated. We, we got to get over the the laziness of, of not really being resourceful because being resourceful is very important. We, we got to stop being lazy. Like whatever you want, you can get period. So there's no point of acting like, Oh, this and that. Like, no, like, like what? It's, it's 2021. Like, come on now. Our, 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 the ignorant of the ignorant of us is, is riding around in Bentleys and Maseratis, all types of, Rolls Royces and all like, come on now, like we, 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 we you know, it's, it's all types of stuff that can be done here and very quickly at that, mm-hmm. if, especially if we all just stick together. But we yes. really have to just forget, forget about you know the stuff that forget about what other people think, forget about the system. Just know yeah. what is going on out here and really raise your children, talk to them, help them understand. So. So it's not that hard for them to get away, you know? But the number one thing is you, you definitely want to withdraw your children from the school system, like, seriously, because that school system holds a lot of energy, a lot. And, and, and it's doing a lot of the programming of the way that our children is thinking. We have to get our children out of these public schools, for real. We need to... Shoot, if you're going to have your kids in public school for whatever reason you feel like there's no other way for you, then I advise you to boycott in some type of way of how your children are being educated, for real. And, and if you can't do that, then you really need to withdraw your children out of the school system, like, for real. It's that serious. You really need to watch with your children. Like, I was just, like, my daughter likes to be, likes to play Roblox and all that type of stuff. And guess what? Because I want her to still be a child and, and I understand the war that's going on, I still, it, it's hard. Yes, I understand it's hard, but you have to get on your children. You do. Like, I'm on her all day, every day. I have to, even when I don't want to. She was on, she was in the living room just the other day uh, on YouTube, watching YouTube on TV. And I was checking on her, like, what you watching? And I took a picture of it because I care. You got to really pay attention to what you're... I said, what the heck is this? I look, here it is. She's looking at stuff for Roblox, but there's other videos that's in there in between, like asking people if they're my mom. Like, what? My daughter said. Then after that, the next video says, cheating wife gets pregnant by another man, lives to regret. This is this is the videos that pops in with the other videos that your children be looking up, whether it's related to whatever their favorite yep. person is, their favorite video game is. Like this is real. Like my daughter be, oh my, anxious to get a TikTok and Instagram. Uh, honey, no, honey, you are still somehow connected to this matrix. You, you don't have it together all the way. I still have more work to do with you. You will not get an Instagram. In a TikTok account. Girl, let me tell you. That's not happening. 
when the, when the, when my daughter was well, she eighteen now, but when she was twelve, she she did a, a Instagram, and I was like, "What you doing on Instagram for? You got a business? You got money? I don't know about what's going on." And she was like, "Well, no, my friends got an Instagram." So I was like, "Let me see what this." Is. I started going through her friends' Instagram, going through, and I was like, "Who's that?" Are this some forty year old man? This why you don't belong on Instagram. You get what I'm saying? The man right. is all up in different people's DMs, and they like him when they look little. They ain't gotta look fancy, and they ain't gotta right. be a fashion over. Okay, and I was like, "This is why you you don't need to be on here. Y'all taking pictures. Your your school shirt says what school you go to. Cause you know we grew up. You know we know how to hide stuff. I'm from a different era. I was like, y'all so stupid. Y'all just be taking pictures of your school and stuff. Somebody come to school. This, this is the era that they tell on themselves. This is the era of telling on themselves. I tell you them what I'm saying. Listen, don't rob no bank. Y'all, y'all motherfuckers gonna get caught. Okay, so I tell them all the time, you can't be taking pictures, this, that, this, that. She got off. The TikTok shit came. I said, listen, it's bad enough. The government of the United States is watching us. I ain't going to have China up in this motherfucking house, too. <laughs> it's just too much. Do you know what I'm it's, it's like, and so I talk to them to, to the point where it's like, oh, my God, I'm almost there. Because right? my son's 15 and she's 18. So it's like, okay, she graduated. So now, but you still got to take care of them. It's just that all the things you got to point out to them, you don't hide it from them. You go, listen, this is what's going on. Why is this 40-year-old man, 15-year-old man, he's a doctor. What's he talking to 12-year-olds? I said, men don't even pay attention to children. I'm not being funny. If they're not teachers, they're not paying attention to children. Mm, okay? Right. The women are the ones who normally, you know, it's really hard to find a man that's, like, super nurturing to children. I know that sounds fucked up. But you know that my grandfather used to just ignore us until it was, like, TV time. You was something to eat, you go to your grandmother, you know? And so... It's just certain things where if you don't tell them, and I, I don't think people are people are just plopping their children in the, in front of the iPad and all that. Oh my God! So even when she was about eleven, she had a friend that came over. She was on the iPad because we've had these things for a while, right? And one day I'm going through the iPad, and there's a login to a gay man sex adult website. And I'm like, what the fuck are they watching? You know, because you can't take it back when you see it. Exactly. And she mm. goes, Janaya, Janaya said that's her uncle's password. <laughs> Why does the 11-year-old have her uncle's gay password to some gay shit going on? You know what I mean? I said something to that little girl's mother. And her mother was like, oh, I don't know, she does it. But then her mother was the kind of person, she had like a million uncles, if because the father was in jail, a million uncles, that type of thing. And so I had to now explain to my daughter why this was not good for her to look at and blah, 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 and all that shit. And so now fast fucking forward is that I think in me kind of like just always expressing myself the correct way as not just as a parent and a human being, it kind of helped to develop your children. But that's the problem. People don't yeah. talk to their children anymore. They don't say, this is wrong. This is right. You know, my daughter told me at school, they were teaching them about gender fluidity. Flu mm -hmm. Gender I'm fluidity. I'm dumb. Binary fluid. I don't know nothing. All I know, I just learned that I'm transvaxxed. 
I'm cool with that. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's that? That's a new what? You know how everyone identifies and tell them shit. Somebody thinks they're a woman. They think they're a man. They think they're blind. They think they're black. They think they're a bat. All types of shit. I'm trans back. I I feel like I'm vaccinated, even though I'm not vaccinated through the propaganda and the television and the jet and the fit orders and the chemtrails and the fluoride. I feel like I've been vaccinated already. I don't need to get it. And so that's what I've told myself. So I'm gonna go with that since they could live in that world guess what you're right we do have to create our own fucking world your own simulation your own reality and so when i was saying what i said um Tareen, i was saying in a world of sodom and gomorrah of course well i'm not a bible thumper do you wipe out the children do you wipe out the children remember they're there going through the same experience do you wipe those children out or do you still have hope in those children? And I'm sure there's people that's been abused, right? There's people that have been molested and raped and hurt. You're still here. It's There's a promising to it, but sometimes do you just wipe it out and start all over? Not to make you God, but we do say the black woman is God here, but go ahead, Tori. Yes. Um, you know what? I am a Libra. And to be honest with you, uh, I see both sides. I see both sides to a lot, you know, to just about, well, to everything. Um, and I definitely could see if there was a situation where it would, where the children had to be wiped out, then yes. You know, you know, it, it all depends. And then at the same time, I do have hope, you know, uh, for the children. Like, I really do. Um, as like one thing for sure is I don't you know the, the way we discipline our children also is, is, is an issue like some people are being influenced the way that uh, white people raise their children okay we are not white people we don't raise our children the same way okay I don't give a damn if your children got a spirit you gotta discipline them then if you gotta be a mean mommy for about two or three years then you gotta be a mean mommy for about two or three years yeah. and that's just that cause I don't give a damn my daughter she is the sweetest little thing but she is caught up in the matrix just a little bit and guess what her sweet little self won't catch mommy to be mean a few times during the day cause I don't play around with them spirits I understand what's going on and I'm with yeah. Do you consider it being mean if you're just being a mother? No. You know what? I'm only saying that for those that feel like being mean. But see, that's, that's the way, that's the way, not the country, that's the way society makes it now. Exactly. You have to be a friend to right. your child right. or to, to your offspring because I only really like the word child because if you check out, the, we have to be a, a friend to your offspring. You see what I'm saying? in that sense you, you're not supposed to discipline them because once they made sure that you know if you discipline your child your child could call the police on you now for disciplining them in a certain way well you're not supposed to abuse your child you see what right. i'm saying but you know what i'm saying there's certain ways that they they, they play on the, that the whole law shit so it's just crazy how they right. try to you know yeah and that's only because some people don't know how to uh discipline their children they don't know how to control their children because they're not looking at it from the inside because your children ain't nothing but you. 
Mm. So yes, if your children, if your children is out here wild and crazy, that means something's going on with you is wild Facts. and crazy. Like mm. I don't give a crap what nobody say. If you out here trying to look cute and your kids look crazy, uh, honey, yes, I'm looking at you. Like why are your kids looking like this and you looking like you trying to present something? What's going on? There? Tell it, tell it. Mm. Now I gotta, I gotta jump in here real quick. I gotta jump in here real quick too, just to get some balance. Just to get some balance. I grew up in a West Indian home where I got my ass beat. Not, not spanked. I got beat. I got beat. You know them vibes that that match up or do it? I got, I got everything that I got beat with everything under the sun, and I mean, it was, I got, I got beat like how they, do you imagine slaves would get beat? Now, I've grown from that, right? And I've learned okay. from that, and I understand that a lot of that came from us repeating the indoctrination that the, the, the white man gave us on how we should treat each other, right? And I understand that the damage that that does to a kid. See, my children understand that I'm not your friend. I'm your father. And from the time they were born, I was I, I repeated that. To, I'm not your friend. I'm your father. I'm better than a friend. I'm here. For, I'm your father forever. Friends come and go. Now, when it comes to, to whooping, I did what I knew when I was younger. So my first two, yeah, you would get a whooping. But that stopped at a certain point when I realized that when I became conscious of the damage that it does. See, there's a difference between a spanking, right, before you get to the age of understanding, right, to redirect you. And when I say a spanking, I mean a tap on the hand, you know, they might cry for us, but I don't whoop. And here's why I don't whoop. I'm the parent. I teach my children how they should be treated. What am I teaching my children when I beat them like a dog? What am I teaching them to accept in terms of how people are supposed to treat them? So instead of whooping, I redirect now. I take shit away that you like. I put you on standstill. Sit still and think about it. We're going to have some conversations about what went wrong here. And I'm going to ask some questions so that I can guide you to the understanding I need to get you to. Because often, too often, as, as, as black people, we, we too over-emotional. Facts. Facts. And we'll go off on, on emotion because you're mad and start slave master whooping your children because you're mad or you had a long day at work and your patience is short. What kind of damage are you doing to your child's psyche, mm. right? You know what I mean? You're doing serious damage to their psyche. So learn to take a breath. Don't don't ever don't ever discipline in the moment of your feelings. Take a pause. Collect your feelings and then revisit and then have a conversation. See if they don't know no better. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna discipline. Look, I'm not disciplining you if you didn't know no better. If I if I fail to give you the guidance to, to know better, then that's on me. We're gonna have a conversation and I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain what, what mistakes you made. And I'm also gonna explain the consequences for repeated behavior. Mm. So that now you have an understanding. That's something I never got growing up as a kid. I got whooped for shit. To this day, I don't know what the hell I got whooped for. Okay, and all that did was all that did was inspire anger and hatred. Mm -hmm. So when you wonder why your children share more with their friends than they do with you, and you don't even know your child is living in the house with you, it's because they you you created a situation where they look at you as the enemy. To ask. 
Yeah, okay. Go, go ahead, sis. Go ahead, sis. I was gonna say, but even even with that, same same thing for me. It wasn't it wasn't a beating. It was a murdering. Um, I don't know how I'm still alive. Um, <laughs> how do you deal with the fact that the children that are being brainwashed are in a c- connection with your children? Do you get? Because I was I'm not afraid of adults. Because I told my kids, anyone tell you they need to touch you? I, I started telling them at like three years old, even though I wasn't letting them out myself sight for a while. I started telling them, oh, you're telling them too early. No, I ain't never no motherfucker too early, okay? You talk to them. Don't nobody touch you here. Don't nobody belong down here. All that. I wasn't worried about the adults because I knew what I was doing when, you know, when they would watch TV, I would explain stuff. I'd be like, what they doing? They kids are, uh, you know, like whatever. I was worried about the children. I didn't. I don't like to sleep over shit mm. <laughs> because that's the thing. Because now those children that just watch and my penis gets hard and I touch my button down here. Do you get what I'm saying? Those yep. children come in your house and you don't. And if you're not paying attention, I'm a warden. I like to. This is why you know a couple of times my children are just like, damn, you just know all our business because you um you're here. Until you get your place, then you could go do whatever. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. And so that's my issue. What do you do with the fact that these children, they're absorbing all this brainwashing shit? Not that your children are, huh? but children are children. You know who the enemy is? It's the other children. That, that's a great question, Cindy, and let me respond to that. It's all connected, right? So... When me, when, when me and my wife, uh, like like Irima said, when we got off the plantation, where at the job we couldn't control who we had to come in contact with, we became business owners, which gave us uh, a, 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 a huge amount of control in who we choose to interact with, right? Then pulling our children out that public school system also gave us that same control, right? So we, we screamed. We don't just have the kids just make like we take parent we take an active role to parenting. Now we can't control everything, but we can control the environment to a certain degree. And we don't let the kids like we interview parents. Like like you know what I mean? Like if if, if you if your parents are like minded and we, we, we mesh with the parents. Okay, then the children, oh, yeah, y'all can start and y'all go over there and hang out because we know that their parents is going to hold a similar code of conduct. And then they kids can come over here and they, we, they can all, we all get together and, you know, stuff like that. So they don't really engage too much with kids that's not in that loop. Now, by the time they get to the age where they have the freedoms now to get out there and start mixing, like my oldest, he's 16 now, right? The foundation is so strong. The foundation is so strong that now they can discern, you know what, I don't feel comfortable around other kids acting like this because this is not what I'm accustomed to. You know what I mean? It's, 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 the, it's, it's like the book, The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. You know, they want to get them young because they can, they can control their mind from young. See, my, our kids don't have to deal with a lot of the pressures, you know, when like with the whole social media thing. You tell your kid no, but then they go to the public school and the majority of them kids is on the social media. So now the peer pressure because they're around them more than they're around you becomes overwhelming. But our kids are around us more than they're around the other kids they hang out with, mm. right? And as they get older, then they start moving out more and moving out more. But that foundation is set already. That foundation is solid. 
You understand? So, and because we created a relationship where they can talk to us and approach us about anything, and we don't start off with judgment, we start off with trying to understand and offer guidance, right? Now they feel comfortable. You know what? Dad, such and such happened, but I, I ain't really like the way that feel. You know what? I'm glad you brought that to me. So let's look at it. What happened to for X, X, Y, Z? And I'll walk them through it through questions, through questions so that they can learn that. this. Because when you when you teach someone with questions, you teach them how to fish. You're not giving them the answer and then they don't know the logic behind the answer. Right. So this is this is this is this. This, this is how me and my wife do it. And we found that it works so much better, like. Our goal is to break all of those generational curses that 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 had been existing generation after generation in our families, you know, and and so far, I think we're doing a pretty good job at it. You know, I mean, no one is perfect. We're not perfect. But I love the children. I love the adults that my children are growing into because we created that environment, an environment that I didn't come from. So saying that you didn't know is not an excuse. Get out there and learn. That's what adulthood is about. Teach yourself. Instead of surfing YouTube and watching the latest award show, search YouTube on how to better communicate. Hmm. You know what I mean? Search YouTube on, on ways of, of, of parenting that's different than what you grew up in. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we got these tools here. I just want to say something real quick, right? And this is just a helpful tool, right? I had a friend that was a, 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 um, a private investigator. And a most of us do not know. He used to find a lot of people like this. Most of us do not know that when you get your smartphone, most of those camera settings is set to, to geotag your pictures, which means it imprints the picture with a digital stamp of the GPS location of where you're at when you took that picture. You got to go in there and turn that off. So even when you post that picture online, someone can save that picture Go into the information about that picture, look at the geotag on that picture, copy that, put it right into Google Maps, and they know exactly where you took that picture. Mm. Okay, so when your kids, is, 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 if you if you got your kids doing posting stuff online and they don't know this, yes, I heard somebody say it before, you know, predators, they, they I think it was Cindy talking about the school uniform. Well, they can do one better. They can know exactly where you're at now. And that goes for adults, too. All right. So I, I, the reason I know this stuff is because I take a proactive approach to these problems. I sit here and, 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 and war game with myself. What's the best way that somebody can get to my kids and work backwards from that question mm. and then start start putting the, 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 the things in place to, 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 to mitigate those circumstances? You know, what I mean, like and, and, and I share this information with y'all just so that you can also have the tools. But at the same time, uh, a great man, I'm going to quote a great man when I say, look it up. <laughs> right? This information <laughs> is out there, okay? <laughs> this information is out there. You know what's so beautiful is I knew, I knew you guys on the platform. You guys always give the best answers because it's the same things that I resonate with and stuff like that. And so when you're, when you're saying this, I'm saying to myself, God, he's so on point, he's so on point. And the, the audience, y'all don't even realize, like, I, I, I hope people really take heed 
Like, it's really that serious out here. You have to protect each other. If you don't want to protect yourself, fine, whatever. Jump in a volcano. But you at least have to try to protect your children. Not die for them like you guys were saying. Die for them for what? Fuck that. You have to protect them. Like, you would protect yourself. If you don't love yourself, then you shouldn't have children at all. Because, it, like you said, it's the conversation when my daughter goes, yeah, so I went out with those girls that I used to go to school with. Yeah, I don't like them anymore. What happened? Girl, all I want to talk about is something about some boy or whatever. And I'm telling them I just got my EIN number. They're like, what's that EIN number? Yeah, baby, you've kind of outgrown them. He's, that's when he was 16. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's almost like all the things you teach them and then they come back and they say this and they say that. You're like, okay, this shit is working. Oh my yes. God, it's working. <sighs> you know? And now I could die. Because I always go, when I die, I just need to know you'll be all right. I'll haunt you if you fuck up. But just do right while I'm here. Mm. Uh, thank you, Dwayne. <laughs> You're amazing, Cindy. <laughs> Amazing. Outstanding. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that, Cindy. Uh, family, I'm about to get off because I'm over here literally uh, trying to hold myself up. Um, but I think that we need to have more conversations on this um, and see the pitfalls of where where people are failing so that we can clean up. Um, but I appreciate this whole panel. I appreciate all the feedback and I'm hopefully... Uh, some people in the audience really got something out of this, got something out of it. But it's uh, uh, it's like almost 10 to 3 in the morning where I'm at. So I'm going to get ready to get off, family. I love you all. Um, we'll do this again. Um, who knows? Maybe tomorrow. Um, but uh, won't be on the same subject, but it could be. I don't know. But uh, you, everyone be safe. Um if you haven't connected, make sure that you are, um, this is the uh, Mastermind Alliance. And also make sure you connect with, uh, make sure you get my app because I post over there and uh, connect with my organization, The Unity Walk at www.theunitywalk.com. Um, with that said, we are out of here. Peace, love, and light to everyone. Peace, IG, peace. Some chick named Star, I see you. Afro one Latin, no, Afro Latina, I see you. Empress Thumper the Great, what's good? Lena, Abyssinia, peace, family. We're out.